here, I have a question. Why wasn't Shelly in the fucking Barbie movie? I didn't even think about that, you know, oh my god. Where's <laughs> Shelly? I know, there was all these other fucking characters, but where the fuck was Shelly? <laughs> or in America, as they call her, Kelly. Shelly was a European name. I know, Shelly's the European name. Kelly is the American name, and then they have to change it so people don't get confused. And now she's called Chelsea. <laughs> See, that's more confusing in my opinion. Like, but sure, whatever. Hashtag justice for fucking Shelly. <laughs> Yo. Hello and welcome to Gin and Barrett, the podcast. I am here today with best friend, OG of the podcast, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Nice to be back. (laughs) She had a little hiatus last week and now she's back. (laughs) Indeed. And joining the both of us tonight is Emily. How's your second time? I'm really excited to be fair. I had so much fun on the first one, so I'm hoping this will be just even better. I'm so excited. Oh, it will be. It's like sister swap every week. One week I have you, one week I have Ellie. Left both worlds. Love it, love it. Um, so how have your weeks been? Um, are you looking forward to the weekend? We're recording this on Thursday, so we're getting into the swing of things. Um, myself and Sarah were actually going to drink and then Emily was, is getting ready to go out later tonight after the podcast so I think we're, we're all going to get drunk or have a few anyway <laughs> um, so Sarah what, how is your week gone and what's your weekend plans you know what this week I don't know what it is there's just a vibe that's like not what I'm here for, just everyone and in, in work and just in general seem to be in really shite form <laughs> these past few days. And like, I'm obviously like, I think because my sleep pattern is a little bit twisted, given that I'm not always sleeping in my own house these days. And I've, I've just woken up on the wrong side of the bed the day, guys. I'm like, I'm just so irritable. I cannot wait for the weekend. I'm just so excited to sit and do absolutely nothing for two days. It's needed. I love it. You've got no plans then. Well, for now, but that'll change. Because no people in my life are spontaneous. <laughs> yes. And I can't cope. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's too much. I'm like, I need organization, please. <laughs> Give me a week to prepare for these things. We were literally saying that last week on the podcast about getting older. It's like, it, it like it's oh, here's us two oldies sitting talking at Emily, and you're getting ready to go out tonight after this <laughs> happened a few hours notice. <laughs> I'm literally tired of this at three o'clock this afternoon. I love it. Hi, don't get me wrong. The odd spontaneous night is fine. Mm. But like, don't tell me every weekend, like every weekend, like a few hours before you want to do this or that. I'm like, no, 
No, I am a girl. I have things to prepare. <laughs> we can't just go out. We can't always just go out on a couple of hours notice. Like, Emily, back me up here. I know you're going out tonight. <laughs> but sometimes you need yeah, notice. I need time to prepare. But even, even it's like sometimes people will be like, oh, let's go to the pub in like an hour. Like, And I'm like, it takes me an hour just to, just to do anything to my face. Then I've got to do hair. Then I've got to pick an outfit. Then I've got to put jewellery on and pick shoes and uh, and have time for a metal breakdown. It's like, you've got to give me at least like seven hours. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the time it takes me to mentally prepare to socialise now. I'm like, because a lot, a lot of the time, like, thank God for the pod and an excuse to have a drink. But <laughs> a lot of the time, the people that I am out with at the weekends, they don't drink. So I don't drink. And then I'm around drunk people when I'm sober. And anyone who knows me knows that that is not the vibe <laughs> at all. I'm like, no, no, it's either steaming or nothing. No in between. <laughs> So Emily, are you? Do you have plans the weekend, or are you thinking that far ahead? Are you just thinking about tonight? <laughs> Literally just thinking about tonight. Um, well, I didn't have. I was going to say I've got no plans for the weekend, but I also didn't have plans tonight, and here we are. So you know, um, Back I might be going out on Saturday, <laughs> but as far as anything else, that's all I really know for the weekend now. So who knows? Right. Who knows? We'll see what happens. So Glasgow seems to be going well. Really, really well. It's the night out of been so much fun that just living here in general has just been amazing like it's oh it's just so exciting but it's still it's still really weird because we've only been here a month so I'm still very much feel like I'm on holiday yeah oh no but you have to do that though it's a new city new place yeah. you have to you have to go out and experience it and then you'll be more streetwise and exactly you know know where everything is and where the best places to go are etc so you have to live it up exactly fab well we're going to go straight then into our news and popular culture. Um, and I'm going to try every week to go fly through a bit of these, but then we do love to talk, so who cares? <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about, and it was typical, we recorded the last episode last Tuesday, which is kind of er very early for us that we were just all busy last weekend, etc. But um, on Wednesday last week, the 26th of July, Sinead O'Connor passed away. Oh, I, I could not believe, like, oh my god, like, could not believe it. Uh, I, I love, loved her, like, and it's hypocritical for me to say because, mm -hmm. do you know, when someone's alive, you don't really appreciate them enough. Um, but like, mm -hmm. for the past week, I've been listening to her all her music, and it was I watched the Sinead O'Connor documentary. You know, nothing compares. I'm so sad, like, it, she's had she had such a hard life. Um, but she was a fucking icon. She helped like all the minority groups, you know, the LGBT. She helped the homeless. She stuck up for a lot of people who, who had suffered clerical abuse. Um, she went on SNL and tore up the picture of the Pope, which is fucking iconic. Um, Slay. Slay is right. So very tough life. And then her son committed suicide last year. So there's there's just a lot of stuff she'd been married four times four children like really really tough life um and then when she did rip up that pope picture of the week later she done a bob dylan 
tribute concerts um, with others like singers and stuff in Madison Square Garden. And she went on stage and it's in the documentary that she got, she was like a mixture of like cheers and like booze. And she said it was like one of the weirdest sounds she's ever heard in her life. And it just made her like physically like sick. Um, so yeah, it's just really sad news. We didn't appreciate her enough or I didn't when she was alive and she's only 50, she was only 56, mm. that's so young. Yeah, so young. It's crazy when you think about because that's, that's nothing, like. I know. Yeah, all these people that you never expect to, like, go, you're just like, oh, they've been around forever and they'll be around forever. It's mm-hmm. just, like, that's just not the way it goes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's horrible. Irish icon. She Honestly. Was. She is. She was amazing. She makes, makes me wish I was Irish every time, <laughs> as all of you still. <laughs> she just makes We me. are the best. We are. We are the best nation in the world. That's why everyone always says, my cousin's cousin, cousin is Irish. <laughs> they all claim Everyone's they want to be Irish. <laughs> what did you say? Everyone wants to just have some bit of Irish in them. Everyone's like, my dad's cousin's dog's nan's mum was Irish. Yeah, yeah. It's so like me too. <laughs> what did you say, Sarah? Oh, I forget. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. It's just maybe a delay on my side. Typical technology. Um, Don't worry. I have nothing more to say about Sinead. What, what more can you say, to be honest? It's just very sad. Mm. But, like, the, the, the nation, because I remember growing up, thinking oh my god she was a fucking weirdo but that's only because the tv stations the media even your parents would have classified her as oh god she is a weirdo because she was something out of the norm i think she was really ahead of her time um and i think yeah. if she had it came up and be famous nowadays she'd be like a lady gaga in terms of the way she speaks stick up sticks up for minority groups and says what she thinks and blah 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 because in the document it turns out i do have more to say about her <laughs> but in the documentary um what we watched um ireland like in the 80s and 90s and i suppose this is longer than that but they treated like women so badly and i know the world still does but oh my god it was like the women's place in ireland where you sit there and you shut up there was in the documentary which is a whole nother podcast episode uh there was a housewives of the year competition in like 1980 right. something what was it what is like who was the best housewife of the year in ireland <laughs> it was just crazy yeah, so i think in ireland especially such a catholic country women aren't allowed to be priests blah 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 she became a priest didn't she in some other church um so ireland just viewed her as this like this whack job when actually i think she was ahead of her time and she in nowadays, she if she was doing what she was doing now, she'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't yeah. slay," you know all this. And back then, yeah. it was just like, "Oh my god," because in Ireland back then, and pretty much now, if you're different, you're you're weird or oh my god, like blah blah blah. So yeah, but that's because we're you know we're great, but we're a backward country too. Yeah. So but, God oh, forbid oh. you're anything but normal here sometimes. <laughs> god forbid if you don't want spuds for your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but our IP Sinead rest in peace there will not be another you okay so the next kind of story is have you seen that aliens are apparently real yeah 
I have not seen this, but you know what? I, I, maybe I'm going to make myself sound real crazy here, but I've always believed that aliens are real. Can we, can we just for a minute think about the expanse of the universe Mm -hmm. and we're really going to be that self-centered that we think we're the only living, you know, we're the only planet that has life on it? Lads, no, no way. Of course they're real. But what I will say is... Everyone that's always about, oh, alien invasion. Like, what the fuck do the aliens care about us for? Like, they're just away living their wee alien lives. They're chilling. I mean, leave them be. I believe there is only one world and there's only <laughs> like us on it because God made us in his image and likeness. So, um, that is blasphemy, Sarah. <laughs> Well, sure. I'm probably going to hell anyway, lads. <laughs> I'll be joining you there, darling. Um, no, I agree with you. I, I think aliens are real. I think there's like it's kind of like how does someone come up with the story if it's not real? Like your imagination has to come from somewhere, and like there's so many sightings, there's so many stories of people seeing them and all this here stuff and stuff that can't be explained. And like, where the fuck did the pyramids of Egypt come from? Because no human built them. I'm not being funny. No, absolutely not. That's true. No human built that. If you can build that, why can't you build something like something else? Like it's just it's weird to me. Um, yeah, but I do believe in aliens. I agree with you. When I think of the expanse of the universe, it actually really fucking scares me. But it's like, why the fuck are we here then? Like, what is the purpose of? And that's why I think. And we're gonna do an episode on this in the next few weeks on the conspiracy theories. But I think we're living in a simulation. Mm. Oh, I, I love, really do in this little time theory like I'm so behind it wholeheartedly like oh it's just all like conspiracy theories blow my mind but the whole universe just blows my mind like yeah living in a simulation absolutely aliens like of course they exist like I literally can't say it anymore like they like there's no way in all the planets in all the world in all the universe that it's just us like there's absolutely no way yeah, it can be. Yeah, but that that's just showing the, the self-centeredness of humans. True. We just think that it's all about us and nothing else matters, you know. I mean, as you said, Sarah, like, why alien invasions? I hope they fucking invade us because we need fucking help with global warming and everything. Come to Earth and fucking help us because apparently they've got technology yeah. that's so advanced. Then fucking give us some help. And exactly. I don't care if you invade I mean... us. And kill half the population because half the population do me fucking head in. I mean, to be fair, I've been saying since COVID that we needed a call, like exactly in that field. So, but sure. the reason why <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing it up, apparently, there's a whistleblower in America. Of course, it's always America. There's never anybody yep. in the UK or somewhere else or Poland who's gonna fucking bring up aliens. It's always Americans. And um, a whistleblower in America who worked for the Air Force. So he was an Air Force intelligence officer. So I suppose if they're flying all the time, they would see all these sightings and stuff. So he whistleblew in, in Congress the other day or last week. And he, was con- he says that the U.S. is concealing a multi-decade program that captures UFOs. And he has proof of sightings he has proofs of crash um landing sites where there are dead bodies of aliens and things like that 
Um, but the Pentagon have denied the claims. Um, they would. As they would. <laughs> but then another part of me is like, right, so I, I do believe in aliens, but at the same time, why are they now bringing up that they are real? Why are why are they now confirming that they're real? To me, I'm like I'm not yeah. a big tinfoil hat person, but I do believe in an odd conspiracy theory, and I do think that they're they're releasing all this shit to cover up something else. Yeah, probably. probably. Like it's, it's to cover up global warming. It's to cover up, you know, oh, humanity will be. It's so- all a distraction for yeah. something like it will. Like COVID was a distraction, I think, for something as well. Like, I sound like such a conspiracy theorist. I'm seeing I'm normal, but you know, you have. I don't trust the governments. I I never will. I I think they're all shady fuckers, and it's every government in the world. And on TikTok, there are these like really like conspiracy theorist videos about like time travelers. Have you ever seen them? Yeah. It's like I'm from the year 2048, and this is what's gonna happen. Blah blah blah. They're never fucking right, but it it just makes you think, doesn't it? But like, mm, what are they covering up? Mm. But you see that that whole the time travelers and stuff that could be the butterfly effect you know they're coming back in time and they're saying something so that changes mm-hmm. and that's why they look crazy because mm-hmm. they were stupid enough to say i'm from the future mm-hmm. it's basic time travel laws you're not allowed to say it <laughs> you shouldn't be seen <laughs> <laughs> see? Oh, I don't know. It's it's also like I want to. Do, I've got so many ideas for podcast episodes, but I really want to do one like, "What's the meaning of life? Why are we here? Blah blah blah." You know, universe, all that. We're here by accident. Well, mm-hmm. what a shitty accident! <laughs> I know. I'd rather have eternal. Like if, we, <laughs> if if we could choose to do this, would we? If if this was intentional. Is this really what life would have been, like, designed to be? I don't think so. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm like, can we just go back to cave people and just hunt and sleep in a cave? We don't care what we look like. We don't care what we eat. We, we wear leopard skin dresses and clothes and shawls. Like, simpler times. Perfect. We didn't, Indeed. We didn't know no better. <laughs> That's a bit of a tangent for me. Um, okay, the next one I have is, have you seen the Cardi B scandal, disaster, consequent thing, blah, blah, blah. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh yes. my God. <laughs> so a concert goer, which we talked about this on like the first episode about like all these concert goers throwing stuff at these like singers. Mm-hmm. So another one has done it where she has threw a pint glass drink thing on Cardi B. And Cardi B had enough and she just fucking whacked the microphone at her, which I think is fucking right because the concert in my opinion, was fucking asking for it. The best of it is, right. apparently the concert asked people around her to throw their drinks on Cardi B, so she wanted it to be a collective thing, <gasps> according to TMZ. And the funny thing is, the concert who threw the drink, who Cardi B threw the microphone at, has now filed a a police report on Cardi. Yeah. Like, pot back. Literally, like, if you don't right. want a police report against you, then why are you getting people around you to throw drinks at someone on stage who you've paid to go and see? Yeah. Like, you I mean, I, I don't get it. Why? I think there's more to the story. Maybe Cardi B said something. Because... 
Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, I feel like I saw something maybe scrolling on Facebook or something that Cardi B was encouraging a drink to be thrown on her. Now, I don't know if that was by her her attitude or whether she was like, oh, yeah, throw a drink on me. Because I feel like no one would say throw a drink on me. But, you know, like to each their own. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to kink shame. But, (laughs) (laughs) like, who knows? Who knows of these things? I mean, we only get to see the video where the, the little consequer throws the drink and then Cardi just lobs the microphone back at her. That's all we kind of get to say. So it's kind of half story, isn't it? But yeah. I just thought... It's that like it... context. Yeah. What we always say is we need more context, need more context. for this. But I, I do agree that Cardi... Like I've heard like other podcasts like today talking about this and um, they were saying, oh, Cardi B shouldn't have threw the microphone. I think she's well within her rights to lob that microphone back at the country through the drink. Yeah, why not? It's fair game. I agree. Fuck them. Fuck them. And they're meant to be a fan. Like, that's crazy. Like, you pay all that money to go see a concert, and then you act like that. Like, what is the point of going? Sit in the fucking house. Exactly. Sit in the house and be bitter there. Wait for, <laughs> Wait for the Netflix special. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, two more news stories flying through. Love it. Um, have you seen the video? And I'll post this on Saturday when I upload it on the Instagram story. Um, have you seen Angela, uh, Angela the fake bear in China Zoo? The fake <laughs> bear? Well, no. <laughs> so apparently, and I'll, if you look this up on the internet, you will see a video, but I will post this on Saturday, so you will see it then as well. So apparently, there is a zoo in China somewhere. It's attracting 20,000 visitors a day, which apparently that must be a lot, I don't know. Um, after a like video a goes viral of a bear standing like on its hind legs at the edge of the enclosure, like waving at people, and then putting its paws on its like sides, and if you see pictures or videos of it, it does look like somebody in a costume because it's quite baggy at the back. The face doesn't look like a bear properly. So people are thinking this is like one of the zookeepers dressed up who's pretending to be a bear. I mean, I mean, it's very strange. If it is someone dressing up, why are you doing it? Like, have you have you misplaced a bear that you're trying to like cover up or something? It's very strange, but it's very funny if you like lock up the video of people listening or just go to the Instagram story when this is released. But mm. very, very strange. Just thought I'd, I'd share strange. that piece of information. That's so weird. And then the last thing, which I didn't wasn't actually going to talk about until um, Ellie sent me this last night. Have you heard about Lizzo? Yes. I was actually going to bring this up if you didn't. I'm so, like, I really don't want to believe mm. any of what is being said right now because, like, just her whole platform, it goes against everything that she stands for. Yeah. Oh, I should probably let you explain what the story is for oh, people no, no. who haven't heard yet. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> so Lizzo has been accused of sexual harassment um fat shaming and creating a hostile work environment by three of her former dancers um so they alleged so the alleged accusations are that lizzo forced one of the dancers to eat banana out of a sex worker's vagina at a sex show in amsterdam 
and she subjected the group to an excruciating addition after she thought the dancers were drinking on the job. Um, now, Ellie sent me an update this afternoon. <laughs> Lizzo has released a statement, and the yeah. statement she's denying all these allegations. She's saying they're disgruntled former employees, and she she went into like her whole, as you said, Sarah, her whole like kind of career is about body positivity. So, and I do when I first heard this, I was like, I don't believe it. And they say you shouldn't be- not believe people that's putting forward sexual harassment claims because we will never know. But I'm quite a good reader of people, and I might eat my words if this proves to be um right. But I don't believe because why would she body shame somebody? Or fat, no, she's not body shame, fat shame somebody whenever she is a larger woman who is all about body positivity. I mean, it might be a bit different mm. if she was body shaming someone who was skinny, but they're okay. they're claiming fat shaming. Well, see, it's hard to know because, like, with something, with Lizzo and, you know, as, as you say, she's a larger woman and she, she does everything to show that you should love yourself regardless of shapes and sizes and whatever else. But maybe, maybe they're, obviously this is just me theorizing, but some someone who has the platform that Lizzo has and she is constantly, you know, judged and ridiculed for her weight and her appearance. Maybe there is that little bit of bitterness hmm. because you know not not like anybody who goes through that that even on a small scale would be would be affected by it and because she has such a large platform and so many people can can see her and there's there's that those that many platforms that people can comment and say things about her like surely it would get to her yeah and like yes fair enough like be body positive especially in the face of adversity but it could be a motivation as to you know if i'm if i'm being dragged down i'm gonna drag you with me Mm. it's that whole misery loves company thing but obviously there's no it's he said she said there's no evidence to say that this has occurred yeah but then it's like it's really vile horrible claims Mm. if it's not real like why would you say it if it wasn't true because some people are just out to get you and i suppose she's really successful now so some people would just be jealous of her success and well me and joel maybe lizzo had a sorry sorry no you're gonna head well, me and George were talking about this yesterday, so I am a thousand percent not one to just like jump and believe a celebrity because I'm like, so mm. people, when people get to a certain extent of having money, like it changes them and they do fucked up things. But me and George were talking about mm. this yesterday. It's I feel like it's a thing of I don't fully believe what like the I don't fully believe the accusations basically, and I think Lizzo is I believe Lizzo. But like we were saying mm. yesterday, people have always, there's a lot of people who've always had an issue with it. Like, cause she is a bigger girl and she's very herself and she's very unapologetic and she's like, I love me, like, fuck like negative opinions. And I feel like now that she's slowly getting like called out for something or canceled for something, people are just jumping. People who just didn't like her in the first place are just jumping on the hate train mm. and just, are just using it as an excuse to just hate on her more. So I feel like that's why she's getting so much. Like, obviously, it is horrific claims. And if it's true, oh, my God, I am 
I'll hold my hands up and say sorry guys but I don't know I feel like it's just kind of that thing of people have started and then it's just people are just dogpiling on stuff because he didn't like it from the beginning yeah no I agree it is it's so hard to believe that this would be something that Lizzo would would do because as we're saying her whole thing is love yourself and fuck what everybody else mm. thinks as, so... as Emily says though like money money and fame do change people and we we don't know I personally I believe Lizzo I don't think that she has done these things but who knows we we will never know the true story but this is the thing now the people that put out those accusations have put doubt in every single person's mind on the planet who who know Lizzo who like her or whatever there's always going to be that doubt and as Emily says I'm not one to believe something has happened to a celebrity or whatever just because it's in the tabloid you kind of have to work it out for yourself but I personally I don't believe that she's done it but I could be wrong do you know what I mean Mm. Um, and you you went to see her recently in concert, Sarah. How was she? Yeah, she was fantastic. Like her whole stage presence and performance, it was just fantastic. And it's it's, you know, she there was a part where she was talking about how, you know, everyone coming out to see her and everyone just enjoying the music and the moment together was like a fuck you basically to everybody that said that she'd never be successful because of her appearance mm-hmm. and because of her weight. Like she's just so like she's great and I feel like there's such like a humbleness mm-hmm. about her. Yeah. Sometimes like yes, fair enough, she's famous and she's rich and whatever, but like this whole it's just the gratitude that she has towards her fans who support her and like it's just that little build up that or that build up that she has um you know in comparison to the people that do try and tear her down mm-hmm. I I don't see of course people people can portray a, an image to the world that's not true but I just don't see the woman who was on stage as being someone who is capable of treating anyone in the way that she's been accused yeah. of at all no i agree i agree okay so that's kind of the news and popular culture tied up is there any pieces of news popular culture that you want to talk about that has not been mentioned um sorry i will have to bring this up because i am chucked to my car um angus Clark from euphoria is died at 25 yes killed himself crazy sorry if i'm getting that wrong see i don't no, no, no. I don't watch Euphoria. Um, it's on my list of ever like programs to watch. But I did see like some young American fella, or was yeah. he British? I don't even know. No, American. He's American. American. I did yeah. see some young American fella had died, but I don't know that that person. So that's why I haven't brought it up. But um, only twenty five, and it like came. That. It's in the issue in the statement that the issue is. But I think it basically says his family said that his dad died not too long ago i think like a month ago or something and he just like took it like horrifically and just like topped himself oh, yeah it's horrible it's hard it's so sad it's very sad because like it's so young it's too. so young so young obviously he had a bit of success behind him to be in like a famous program so yeah we would think from the outside looking in that he had it all do you know what i mean and obviously there's just there's demons there that he couldn't yeah battle anymore it's very very sad that's awful it's really awful heartbreaking so rest in peace 
because that's devastating. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. It's very devastating. So young as well. Like, it's horrible. As, mm-hmm. as much as I joke about, like, oh, I can't be ours living anymore. This is world shit. Like, you wouldn't wish that on anybody. No, never. No. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about, Sarah? Do you have anything? No. Per- no, no, no. Lizzo and Angus were the two things that I'd sort of seen this week. Yeah, so... they're, they're kind of the big stories at the minute. Mm. Horrible. All caught up. Some weeks there's no news. Other weeks it just blows up. There's so much. But like, mm-hmm. I will say, out of, this is now the sixth episode of the podcast. I would say out of five out of six episodes we've talked about like sexual harassment scandals or something to that nature. It is just mental. Um, horrible how common it is like horrible okay mm-hmm. so we're gonna move on um to what's ragging the absolute mm-hmm. shit out of us this week this is my favorite bit of well not my favorite bit of the podcast so it's all my favorite but it's one of the bits where <laughs> we just get to unleash how we're feeling um so we'll start with emily is there anything that is ragging the absolute shit out of you this week yes that absolutely is so the first thing which I don't know if you saw my Instagram story last night because I don't really post on my Instagram story this much, but this this did my head in so much. Yeah, I was like I just I just need to share it with everyone. So yesterday I was like gonna dye my hair, a little bit of a little bit of freshness, whatever, whatever. Um went to B and M with George the other day. Went to get hair dye. It was like grey pick up two of the usual one I do. George does my hair, all perfect. Went to open the box last night when we were doing our hair. One of the boxes, bear in mind my hair, obviously because no one on the podcast can see me, my hair's thick, so I need at least two boxes, and it's red, so I need a good colouring on it. I opened one of the boxes last yeah. night, Find the colour bit, like the colour pouch of the box, some fucking scruffy cunt, what, from in some customer in B&M had stole the colour pouch out of the <laughs> Oh my god, I'd be ripping. I'd be so mad. Oh my god. 11 o'clock last night, when nowhere else was open, I had one pouch of colour to do my whole head with. Everything else, the gloves were in the box, the conditioner was in the box and stuff. The actual bit of red that I needed to dye my hair red, someone had stolen it. I was like... Scruffy bastard. Honest to God, who do you have to be to steal the colour bit out of the hair dye? Listen, just, just don't take it. Leave it for... I spent £6 on that box. In this cost of living crisis, that's, did you, that's not cheap. Did you not take it back? No, because it was by, when we saw it, it was 11 o'clock at night, and I haven't just had them today. So, luckily, my hair it wasn't too faded, so Georgia and Angel managed to stretch one box, and we've dyed it with one box. But I was I was gonna say for one for one colour that is very good looking. Thank you. It's beautiful, very vibrant actually. Thank you. Yes. But so, yeah. Emily, I would have took that back. I know. Well I'm gonna probably gonna have to at some point because I was absolutely fuming about it. And then last night I was like, what am I gonna do to turn myself up? I was like, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna order makeup. So was like I just I'm just gonna buy a few essentials. Seven seven pound later, I was like done. So ordered it, whatever, whatever. Woke up this How morning, seventy seven pounds. Wow. <laughs> for one two, for five things, I spent seventy seven pounds. Five things for seventy seven pounds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, B 
being a girl is expensive. It's criminal. So I did that last night, this morning, was like, next day's delivery, perfect. That'll just that'll just make my day after this hair dying crisis. Woke up this morning, got an email, it was like, your parcel's being delivered by every the worst message you could ever send me or anyone every I can't if anyone who works with every ever listens to this I'm so sorry but I literally can't explain the hatred I had I have for that company the amount of parcels that have gone missing or just not being delivered or about to get refunds back from so I've I waited till till seven o'clock at night for makeup I ordered at like nine o'clock last night it's crazy. <laughs> and you need to go out tonight. <laughs> oh my god! Like I always True. say, I always say Sorry, every challenge a park so much. Home, that's but like, yeah, that's all the dragons. <laughs> that's why they call themselves every. <laughs> I can't get over the hair color. That's just scruffy. <laughs> Isn't it so bad? Like, oh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't wrap my head around that. I was like, if you can't, with all the peace and love in the world, if you can't afford it, just don't buy it. Because then I have to spend six quid to have no color in a yeah. box. I mean, if you can't afford six pound hair color, oh, if you can't afford six pound hair color, right? Surely don't just dye, don't dye your hair because the upkeep of that, you're going to be stealing it every fucking turnabout. Exactly, you'll be sealing it every week because this this fades within about four washes. See, do you know what I mean? It's like, and it, well, I suppose like if they've done it once, they've probably done it every time. They've probably never bought a hair color in their life. Well, I hope the hair's like straw because they didn't seal the conditioner to go with it. So, <laughs> right. Speaking of stealing stuff, I'm just gonna mention one of mine now because it ties in very well, and then we'll go back. I, me and Nick went to Tesco, la- not last, no, Tuesday night, we went to, tu- on tu- not that it matters, but we went to Tesco on Tuesday night, we did that, you know that self-scanner thing you take around the whole shop with you, and yeah. you scan your groceries, so it's meant to be quicker and easier, blah, 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 so we were scanning all the shop, and we're very honest people, and got to the last aisle, and I was like, right, I'm going drinking on Saturday, I was like, I'll get some bottles of tonic while I'm here, so we scanned three like normal bottles of Tesco tonic water for like low calorie, you know, 75p. Not I'm usually like fever tree, but for once, you know, like the cans, too much hassle. Just get the bottles and I can pour it into a glass. Happy days. So I originally picked up three bottles of that, scanned them, put them in the trolley. But then I seen on the on the aisle there was like a lime version so it's like well i'll just swap one of the normal bottles for one of the lime bottles and i never scanned the lime bottle i was like it'll be grand if we scan three bottles same fucking price it doesn't matter and it was three for two pound as well so it's all the same offer doesn't matter went to the self-service because you just scan your barcode and pay there and then it pops up randomly sometimes that one of the tesco workers has to scan a random number of items on your shop for like just checks because they have nothing better to do suppose. and of course we get selected as a random check and she said i just have to scan 17 of your items randomly any random 17 items to make sure the 17 items have been scanned and you're about to pay for them kind of understand it but it's annoying at the same time because it's like this is meant to be a quicker process than waiting at the fucking till so of course 
course, and her name was Karen, which just fucking fits the whole picture. <laughs> uh, she joined in 2014. God loved Karen. And she picked up the lime bottle of tonic, right? She scanned that and she goes, oh, you didn't scan this? And I was like, yeah, but we, we as you can see, we did scan three. And I just put one normal one back to pick up that. And she goes, I'll have to scan your whole trolley. She had to scan the whole oh trolley. And at the God. end of it, she goes, oh, yeah, it was just that one bottle. I was like, yeah, because we're honest fucking people. You can't. I was like, I was so fuming. And I'm not being funny. She was 60 odd. And the slowness of scanning the trolley. I was like, love, I've been quicker going to the till in the first place. Or I would have been fucking quicker doing the self-service and about 10 pop-ups going, unexpected item in the bagging area. I would have been quicker going through all that than how slow she scanned my whole fucking shop. Honestly, we left the house at half five on Tuesday. We did not get home to 8pm. Tesco was fucking bummed. I was like, oh my God, never again. See, this is what I don't get. Like, everybody said, oh, we're going to invent this to make your life easier. We're going to invent that to make things go quicker. And all it does is make things worse. It does. I'm like, and- if you're going to make something, make sure that it's actually going to do the job that you require it to uh-huh. do. It rags my fucking shit because people like you, sir, Emily, that stole that hair color, get away with that. I didn't even fucking steal and I'm getting fucking hounded being accused of stealing a 75p fucking bottle of lime tonic what the fuck jesus i wouldn't think you'd be that hard up trying to steal something at 75 i know if i can't afford that i'm gonna fucking not drink (laughs) oh fucking fuck karen oh it's ridiculous fucking hell fucking fuming and like i'm one of the i'm one of them time of people that if i'm inconvenienced you're gonna hear about it so i was like talking to nick pretending karen wasn't even there and i was like this is a fucking piss take this is a fucking piss take and i wasn't being rude like because i'm like it's not essentially her fault but she was being like absolutely awkward about it because i did explain and i was like bitch Mm. but um i will say like this is a ridiculous service blah 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 you know it doesn't say service it just says this is fucking ridiculous like just over one bottle blah 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 I wasn't being i wasn't being rude about it but i was yeah. just making it known that this is a fucking inconvenience when other people can steal fucking bottles of vodka and hair color and they don't get fucking picked up raging <laughs> anyways that was just one of them but i tied in well with stealing that's why i thought of it <laughs> um emily do you have any others no that's it just those two Apart from that, quite, quite a peaceful week. Fab. Love it, love it. Sarah, is there anything ragging the absolute shit of you this week? Fuck. You know what? I was trying. I was sitting trying to think, like before coming on the podcast, is there any specific thing that's annoyed me, or am I just in foul form for no reason this week? And I'm thinking maybe it's the full moon. Maybe that has something to do with my mood. Who knows? Ooh. But <laughs> one, one thing that does get to me that slightly sort of got to me is the hypocrisy of idiots who who tell you like that oh you shouldn't do this and then they do something similar that's like has the same effect and you're just like what so i'll clarify right so i was in a situation earlier in the week where i was confiding in someone 
about something that someone had done that annoyed me a little bit. And I can't even really remember what the thing that originally annoyed me was at this point is. But I was a wee bit annoyed. So I was like, okay, we'll have a wee chat. We'll talk it out. Uh I'll get a little bit of comfort. Now, the response to this was, oh, we shouldn't really be talking about people behind their backs. Uh And I'm like, it's it's not that I'm talking about them behind their back. I'm expressing to you about something that hurt me. Uh But okay. So that's fine. That was one instance, right? But this person happens to be multilingual as is many of the people that I'm spending my time with these days. But this person, no, this person and I have had one or two conversations about speaking a different language in front of me, which makes me feel left out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like they could be, so there was an incident Right, you know what? We're just going to get into it. There was an incident a couple of weeks ago, right? <laughs> I was just going to say, Sarah, that I, I'm trying to figure it out because it's like a riddle. <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to be respectful of privacy, but that is not what the podcast is about. So if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it has to be addressed. So, so a couple of weeks, no, it's probably... It's more than a couple of weeks now, but it was around the 12th of July. Mm-hmm. Had a lovely trip to the beach. Mm-hmm. Myself and a, f- a few other friends. Yes, lovely. And so a few in attendance speak other languages and that was fine. And I was sort of like minding my own business, whatever, when they were speaking in their native language because I'm not going to be the white bitch that says, oh, you have to speak English in front of me <laughs> because that's not what we're about, right? That's not what we're about. But then, so they taught me, I don't even remember what the word is now, but they taught me a new word and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's good to know. And then the boys, they had an exchange again in their own language so I was like oh, okay this is me like out of the conversation whatever but then wonderful girl that she is the the girl the the friend that was with was with myself and the boy she was like oh Sarah they've just said we can't teach you everything because then we can't speak in front of you right I don't like that no so riddle me this is speaking about someone in front of their face but in another language not the same as speaking behind their back oh yeah For oh one, my god yeah that is <laughs> like and and another thing what i was saying was expressing you know oh like this is something that upset me mm. and when it was said by them oh it was just a joke sarah take it easy Sarah and I'm like bitch it's not a joke if I don't understand the context yeah no I agree with you so this is this is a thing that comes up every so often and it rags me the fuck off I get so annoyed but then I have to be like no Sarah you have to understand they're far from home they like to speak their language Mm. they want to feel at home here that's fine 
but don't don't do shit like that in front of me and then say that I'm the one that's bitching behind people's backs because at least they're ignorant to it if I was bitching behind their backs like you could be bitching saying shite in front of me and I'm not to know Mm -hmm. so it's annoying it's it's one of those things and it creeps up quite often yeah and it's 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 tricky to deal with no, I agree with you. Like, I go to a Turkish barber's to get my hair cut, and they would speak mm. their own language, and I would be sometimes dead paranoid that they're talking about me. But they could be, but you just don't know. But I, I, I wouldn't say that they can't speak their own language because, as you say, I'm not going to be that white bitch who says <laughs> like, "Oh my god, you can't speak your language in front of me," blah blah blah. Because I only know one language, See? and you need to speak English in front of me because I don't understand what you're saying. Like, I'm not going to be like that, but. It's different in your example. Like it's all it is is common courtesy. Mm. Like have have conversations in your own language. That's fine. Mm. But when we are spending multiple hours in a group setting, Mm. and it's constantly being another language that's spoken, yeah, I feel like this is something that I brought up. I just sit there feeling like a spare part sometimes, and it's like I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to get annoyed at it's not or and at least teach you the language so you're able to understand it yeah so now don't get me wrong they teach me a few words which is grand like as we were talking about on the swearing episode like i get all i get all the bad words but like it was the fact that it was even in their mind appropriate to make the joke oh we can't teach you everything because then we can't speak in front of you Mm -hmm. i'm like it's just it's it's frustrating and it was get it got on my nerves when i was told oh we shouldn't bitch about people behind their back and i'm like well you shouldn't bitch about people (laughs) at all i'm like and i'm not saying i'm not that paranoid or that self-centered that i think they're speaking about me all the time (laughs) because why bother spending time with someone if you're gonna like be bitching constantly so it's not like that but it's it's just it's the lack of awareness and consideration because god forbid it was white english speakers doing that we would be racist Mm -hmm. yeah you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're racist people, but it's just like if the shoe was on the other foot and that was something that I was doing, you know, it, it's it's any excuse to be like, oh, she's white. She doesn't like us. Mm. It, you know, it, that way. It's more of the point, though, that it's not even more so they're speaking a different language in front of you. It's more the fact that there was a conversation prior to telling you off about speaking about people behind someone's back, but they're doing the same thing and they would probably view it as, well, it's in front of you, it's to your face, but because you can't understand the language, it's technically behind your back. So it's hypocritical. See, this is the thing because it's almost, sometimes it feels almost Mm -hmm. intentional, Mm -hmm. the exclusion. And I know, I know the majority of the time, it's not but that particular situation when we were having a lovely day at the beach it was kind of like marred mm-hmm. by that but i don't know i don't know 
something I've I've gone into slight more detail <laughs> on the podcast than I have with the people involved. So apologies. <laughs> I'm just I'm in bad form this week, guys, and now you understand why. I mean, do they do you know if they listen to the podcast? I well, I've told them about the podcast. Okay. I don't know if they've listened. Right. Well, they haven't mentioned that might they've listened, be okay. so I'm going to assume. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they bring it up to me, it'll be like, oh, yeah, I did I did say that. Yeah, so. but that's a good talking point, though. Like, if you want to bring it up and you don't know how, just listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is how I'm going to air all of my grievances now. I'll be like, listen to this episode, go to this timestamp, and then come and speak to me. I mean, I've... The- this is what we're doing from now. speaking on the podcast about what you know goes on in each other's lives i've had some people coming to me and saying were you speaking about me on the podcast and i was like well you think very high of yourself to think that it's you but no it wasn't you but anyway. have you actually <laughs> yeah i have <laughs> maybe there's a little little bit of paranoia there and maybe people should act accordingly if they think well, that's being what I mean, like, on the podcast there are, there are people out there who hate watch hate listen and i will admit to doing that myself there are people that i don't particularly like and i will see what's going on in their life because i'm just like oh fucking shit with them <laughs> and i i am comfortable comfortable and confident enough in myself to say that i do that and i think we all do that but um yeah, so that then people listen, and I wouldn't say they're like my close friends. They're people that I've kind of fallen out with recently or over the years, and they have come mm. and they they've obviously listened to the podcast. Thank you for the support, love it. But at the same time, it's like don't be sitting there thinking that everything I'm saying on the podcast is about you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but I'll keep that anonymous to keep people guessing. <laughs> And then they'll still be thinking. Mm-hmm. They'll be thinking that what I'm saying now is about them as well. <laughs> Can't please everyone. That's why I like to keep everyone that writes in anonymous. Can't please everyone. Right, Sarah. Is that everything then? This ragging the shit at you. Yep, I think so. <laughs> I feel I feel like I've like cleansed my soul now. It's all good. Yourself. Okay, so. I spoke about the Tesco situation. I've only got, I think, two. No, I've got three. Yeah, I thought I had a very zen week, but I don't. But these are kind of like, except for the the last one I'm going to speak about, they're quite, like, not big deals. I've just noticed them and they annoy me over the years. So this first one, I think, if you don't agree with me on this, then I don't know why you're on the podcast. Um, But have you seen movie posters? that like it will have the cast on the poster and the names are above like on the to the top of the poster the names are there and the people's underneath but the names aren't above the correct person in the picture winds me the fuck up for no reason but i just so winds me the fuck stupid. up and a perfect example so of this is if you want to go look at the oceans eight poster eight women I think right the now. only fucking name right is Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett. The rest of the six, their names are all over the fucking shop. Rags my shite. Yeah, like how, like how hard is this to just put someone's name above like the picture? Like it's not hard. Like it's such a, like I know yeah. it sounds like such a minor thing, but it's so frustrating. Like it's the easiest well, part. I didn't of the whole... do it. I don't get it. Exactly. 
whatever poster of Ocean's Eight, I've just found not one of the names are right on this. Actually, like, like why? Do better, marketing teams. Do better. Is it alphabetical or something? It's not even it's alphabetical. Like, what, like what, I what? don't know why. As car, as somebody says, as a Cardi B, what was the reason? Like, what is the fucking reason for doing that? Like, keep it uniform. Keep it like exactly like name person underneath. I don't understand at all. Like, just why don't be stupid? Just a side note. I love Emily. How this podcast is progressing. You're progressively getting more and more makeup on and do- Emily's getting her makeup done when she's getting ready for going out. Love it. Multitasking queen. I felt really rude when I came on but Kevin gave me his blessings to get ready so I just look crazy right now and I'm just slow by the end of it. drama queen. You're, you're going to be. You look fab girl, don't worry. Oh, it's not rude either. And But thank you for asking. It's much appreciated. <laughs> Um, You'd be bitching so much if she didn't ask Kevin about this. She didn't. That would be my next annoyance. He just there and did makeup. Okay, my next one, which we'll all probably agree to this as well. Website cookies. Like every website what are the point? you go on, it pops up and you can't move anywhere until you accept or reject. And half the time I accept and I don't know what the fuck I'm accepting for. I was literally thinking of this the other like, day. And then the next What like what is it? What is a cookie? Why do like why do we have to? What I don't I don't yeah. understand. I don't get what it is. The only cookie I'm interested in is a chocolate chip cookie. I don't give a fuck about website cookies. Like what are they? And the next time you go into the website it will pop up again. And it's like, well, what the? Why are you not remembering who exactly. I am? I was only on this website yesterday. Why do I have to redo this? I know. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, and then the third one that was just a stupid little one. The third one, the next one is people who don't cover their mouth when coughing. I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you're dying. I don't care if it's an unexpected cough and you didn't reach it in time. Cover you cover your mouth, you unhygienic fuck. Yeah. I don't want to get sick. Cover your mouth. And I know someone who is sick currently, and they keep coughing and they're not covering their mouth. And it's like the excuse they keep using is, "Oh, it just came on me violently." I'm like, "Fuck up! You can't feel a cough coming." I wonder who you could be talking about. (laughs) See, you would think it's who I'm talking about, but you may be wrong. I've got no idea who you're talking about, so I'm just gonna laugh along. <laughs> or I could just be saying that because that person is sick of getting slagged off every week, so we'll see. <laughs> see, I figure, I figured it might have been something along those lines. Oh, right. Love you, really, Nick. <laughs> so they are the things that's ragging the shit out of me this week. Um. I put out a question box yesterday and people wrote in. So let's see and discuss what people are um, struggling with this week. So um, the first one is people who stink in the office. Yes, wholeheartedly agree. I've had places where I have worked over the past um, where managers have had to speak to people about 
them smelling but they have to bring it up in a way it's like is everything okay at home like essentially can you afford shower gel can you afford hot water like is there a reason why you stink like what like what is and most of the time they say yes i can't afford shower gel yes i can't afford hot water then why aren't you washing you dirty fucking pig have you not heard of like Links Africa? Oh my god! <laughs> like, and awkward. Don't get me wrong. There are people out there that I feel sorry for who generally might stink because they are living in a cost of living crisis at the minute. It's ridiculous. Like poverty is at an all time high, and there are people out there that maybe can't afford to share every day, or who can't afford deodorant, or can't afford shower gel. So I understand that. But if you have a conversation and that person says they can't afford all this stuff. And why aren't they washing? Yeah. Why are you stinking? Like you can't be telling me you're choosing like this, like like you're choosing to just not shower. Like don't don't lie. And there are people out there that are choosing that. And it's like, are you in a relationship? Do you have friends? Because those friends must be fucking lost their sense of smell. They must put a peg on their nose when they meet you, or stuck fucking nose plugs up there. Like what? Ugh. Or. What's what's that ad? Is it the Febreze ad? You've gone nose blind. Yes, they've gone nose blind. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree with that person. Yeah. And I know this Fair. isn't an advice question, but if you want advice, stick a fucking car freshener on the back of their coat or something and they don't realise and that will freshen up them and the office. Um, The next person is people who absolutely zap the energy out of you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. People, yep. people who zap the energy out of you are just like just like just yeah. get I can't even put that into words. <laughs> I don't have the energy to explain that because people zap the energy out of me. <laughs> you know what? Though that's a difficult one sometimes because I feel like there are people, maybe in an office setting, maybe in other settings, where you're like. This person just must want a chat. They must be lonely. But it's just like, they're even if they say hello, it yeah. irritates you. Yeah. And I'm just like, I... And it's nothing that they have done. There's nothing in particular that they have done to make, to make, you know, you feel that way about them. But it's just like, they are just drains mm-hmm. on, on happiness, on energy, on motivation. It's yeah. like, go away. Oh, and I saw a TikTok. Another, another. Sorry, I saw Emma. a TikTok the other day, and it was just this girl, and it was, it was. It just got to me. I thought it was so funny because I was like, "It's just so true." And I've just, I've just met in my life so many people like this. Some girl like TikTok the other day saying it is so clear. Like, have you ever met those people where it's just so clear that no one has ever told you to so just shut the fuck up? Like, you can just <laughs> tell when no one's ever told them to so just like fucking shut up, like. Sh- it's so true. <laughs> yeah, you can you can tell those people, a hundred percent. Um, the next person says slow people in supermarkets blocking aisles, mothers meetings in aisles, etc. Oh yes, I can agree on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, not yes. make everything about me, but it is my podcast. Um. I went shopping again on Tuesday to Tesco and every aisle I went down, there were people talking and blocking the aisle. If you meet someone in a supermarket, 
move to the side so other people can get past you. PSA, move to the fucking mm-hmm. side. No one wants to say excuse me ten times before you come out of your conversation about your children and your husband mm-hmm. who's probably cheating on you. Who cares? Fucking move. Cannot bear Just- it. On the back of this, when we're talking about supermarkets, you know what really rags me? The people that don't follow the proper order that you're supposed to go around the aisles <laughs> and see these people that, like, everybody is clearly going one direction and you're barreling up the other way with your trolley. Like, I don't give a fuck. Get out of my way. And I'm like, bitch, you clearly forgot something. You should work your way around again. <laughs> get out of the road (laughs) there is etiquette and that's another podcast episode like we talk about another Mm -hmm. one to add to this Mm -hmm. social etiquette in public why are you not following and i know are you trying to be somebody different like just follow it so it's more uniform more unison like oh no me (laughs) and the next person says um when you come home from work and there's visitors in your house. So I'm assuming this person lives with other people. Um, Because mm. that would just be weird if they're in your house by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give them a spare key? <laughs> I've spent all day talking to people in work. So unless I've invited you to my house, please do not arrive unannounced. I do like that. Although I will say, it's very Irish. And it's very Irish- elderly generation who turn up to each other's houses unannounced like unannounced. they don't know they'll just like to me that's a waste of time if i go to someone's house and they're not there it's like i could have been doing something else with my time but then i suppose if you're elderly you're more prone to being lonely so maybe they don't care maybe they're just like we'll drive if they're not there then that's getting made of the house kind of thing yeah yeah that's fair but it, it's very Irish generational to go to someone's house on a night. And I hate that. I fucking God, that. yeah. Do not come to my house unless I know you're fucking coming. I'm only going to answer the door if I know you're coming to my house. Otherwise, I'm going to assume you're the TV license man. I'm not answering exactly. the door. Like, funny you should say that. That had actually occurred once. So it was back when we were living in Ulsterville. I was expecting a visitor. And the door went and only for the fact that i was expecting the visitor i went to the door and it was the fucking tv license man (laughs) and ever since ever since i have been paying the goddamn tv license for every house that i have gone to because you can't just cancel you have to have evidence that you're in a house that either has a tv license or doesn't have a tv so i'm like unannounced visitors are bad but sometimes announced visitors are also bad yeah no i get that because you're you are expecting yeah everybody home. just stay at home well that's why i now have a ring doorbell so i can see who's on my door yes you can see who you ignore as well smart i'm gonna get one of those exactly uh, bless me <laughs> bless you yeah i don't yeah, answer I the door unless i know someone's coming or it's a parcel and even then i'm just like stick yeah. it in the parcel bin beside my door please i feel like that's the one thing i love now about living like where we live to where we live obviously it's like flats but it's one of them where you have to buzz and then you get to answer a phone and see who's there so if i answer the phone and it's no oh, one yeah, i want yeah. to be there i don't have to buzz them up i'm not gonna let you in like you can Hot stay the down there you've got protect like 
see. Sorry, I got a headset. Sorry, I was going to say the people pleaser in me could not, could not leave someone standing at my door. I couldn't. I really, if like, if they made that way and they buzzed and I answered and it was like, oh, hi, who's there? It's like, it's such and such. I couldn't be like, fuck off. It's because like, if it's, if they've knocked the door and I can pretend I haven't heard it, that's different. Mm. But like, I just, oh, I can't. See, I've heard of this where you know if someone's at your door and you know who it is or even if it's somebody that you don't so even if you don't know who it is at the door but you're answering the door and what you should do is go answer the door wearing your coat so then if it's somebody that you don't want in your house and you don't want to spend time with you're like i'm just on my way out sorry and if it's someone that you do want to spend time with you can say i've just got in just in the door see i love that that's what you need to do that's fabulous oh yeah that would help the people pleaser in me actually that's maybe a nicer way of getting away because i'm just going out sorry i've had plans you know if you want to see me fucking call me yes like saws in a rush here love (laughs) so do that okay so that's what's right on the episode should have been this week we're going to move on to our weekly (gasps) topic an hour and eight minutes i know my god um weekly topic of star signs slash horoscopes slash manifestation blah 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 blah. um are we okay for toilet or do you need a break i'm good i'm all good Um, we'll just power through then easier to edit (laughs) okay so first of all do you believe in astrology? Do you yes. like believe in? So I have a question because I'm not. I know you two are like well versed in this. I'm not. Like, is astrology and horoscopes the same thing, or is astrology like a broader topic for kind of constellations and stars and things like that? Yeah, astrology is kind of like the wider. So astrology is to do with your star signs, like your specific characteristics. And then you have your horoscopes that like, oh, this is a prediction for your star sign. Astrology is like the overhead and everything else are like branches of astrology. Okay. So I'm just going to pretend everyone out there is stupid and I'm going to name the 12 star signs what we're going to discuss. So... We've got Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. And I have named them in order. Well done. Bravo. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, so, and they fall into four categories of water, earth, air, and fire signs. Now, I want you to explain to me what your star sign is um, and explain the characteristics of your star sign. And at the end of it, I'm going to ask you, do the traits of that star sign relate to you? So we'll go in alphabetical order if you want, or if Emily, you're busy doing makeup, we can start with Sarah. No, I'm, I'm ready. I've got me little... <laughs> <laughs> all so Emily, what is your star sign? So I'm a Taurus. Okay. Obviously, anybody's going to say this, but I think it's the absolute best star sign <laughs> that I one can have. <laughs> I, love, I love a Taurus star sign. I think. Is that an Earth yeah. sign? 
yeah, we're, it's an Earth time. I just, I just think we're fucking boss. But yeah, so Tauruses are an Earth sign. They're passionate, honest, very composed individuals. Uh-huh. Which I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd call myself composed, but passionate and honest and all that. Yeah, of course, it's definitely what I am. <laughs> um, and also that we're Taurus star signs are considered the most faithful out of all the star signs. I would agree with that based on my sister because she is a Taurus and she's very it's not even down to relationships it's down to friendships and things like yeah. that like if I've said something I'm gonna do it yeah definitely like, I'm a Taurus and obviously Georgia is my best friend is Taurus and like my mum's a Taurus like I just I just I just agree wholeheartedly we've got all those traits we're just we're just fucking boss people I just think <laughs> it's genuinely the best star sign like and I think all the characteristics of a Taurus are very true to like who we are as people. Okay. And do you, sorry, and would you say that you relate to them traits, like those traits describe you? Yeah, hundred percent. Apart from like a composed individual, that's a bit questionable. Okay. But honest and passionate and very like compassionate, a hundred, a thousand percent, a hundred percent. That is okay. me. Totally. Um, what about you, Sarah? What start? Or were you going to say something there? Sorry. So I was going to say, but this we'll get. We can get into this more later. I do believe all that we've been speaking about are true for female Tauruses. Mm. Things differ between the genders. Do, do very much. Okay, so. I didn't know the characteristics differed between because. Genders. Well, it seems to be because I found. No, so as you say, Sinead, who's one of my very best friends who I love very dearly, Taurus, love her, couldn't fault her. She is fabulous. Yeah. Like genuinely a rock for everybody around mm-hmm. her. But my ex, who will all remember so fondly Shut from up. all those years ago, <laughs> was also a Taurus. And now all the, the negative traits that could be you know said of a Taurus i.e. bullheaded stubborn doesn't listen to a word that anybody else says they are right and always right that was him all over yeah. I will say I think he listens to the podcast <laughs> well <laughs> we haven't spoken in three years but that's what I think <laughs> So, yes, bullheaded, stubborn, difficult to speak to. And I'm sure he would probably say a lot of similar things about me, but I don't have to well, listen to you them. Know, if he's, a, if he's a, ah. a, a bigger man, a bigger person, you know, he will agree to what he's you're not. saying about him. He's exactly. not. Um, he's not going. <laughs> don't want to cast aspersions. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, so moving on to me, yes, because we don't care about yeah. him. Um, I am a Sagittarius. Ooh. So, oh, I didn't know. I know your birthday's in November, but I see when someone says mm-hmm. the birthday, I can't work out the star signs. I only know a few like birth dates of the star signs, unless someone ex- like actually like told me. I only know a few. Like I know people. I know certain ones, but I. I know your birthday's in November, but I didn't know that's a Sagittarius. That makes sense. So it's late November, early December is Sagittarius. Early November is Scorpio. 
So when we get into birth charts later, there's a shit ton of Scorpio <laughs> in my birth chart. So um yes, but Sagittarians, I know I'm gonna say I don't feel like I define like or embody all the characteristics of a Sagittarius, mm-hmm. but I think I embody the best ones. So we're like lively, bubbly, always wanting to be at the party, having fun. But then also they're supposed to be like wanderlust, like they travel a lot. I don't travel that much. I am quite a homebody. Some like I like I live in Belfast, but like mom and dad are obviously only an hour away uh-huh. from me. So I like I couldn't imagine living further away from them, okay. even though I don't see them every week. It's just it's nice to know that they're yeah, there. But Sagittarius, you know, we're we're passionate, like we're bubbly, we're happy, we want to just have like things be light and fun mm-hmm. and i feel like this is maybe where the people pleaser stems from okay because i hate to be uncomfortable yeah. but i don't know if that's like that's not maybe other sagittarius people because fire sign and whatnot no i'm quite close to a sagittarius person and they would they would be like that as well do you know what, see do you know what's crazy as well i, I can't i did not know you're a sagittarius at all one of the worst compatible people with a Taurus is a Sagittarius. That's crazy. Yes. Right, I not and we have real life experience as why that is. What? <laughs> but it's I find it really weird because as I say, people that I've got on so well with and as I say Sinead, one of my best friends, is a Taurus. And in in a friendship capacity, in a female friendship capacity, wonderful. And mm. Opposite gender romantic relationship trauma, like trauma. That's so weird. It was awful. How it can work in one respect and not in the other. Yeah. So terrible, but like it's the same. The same can be said for like so Leo man. It's Leos are one of the most compatible signs for Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. And I find there has been situations where I've been in the past where Leo men, like, it's great to begin with, but oh my god, do they drive you crazy? Mm-hmm. Well, Nick's the Leo then, man. And see, you get, I get it. it because you get I'm a fire it. sign too, I'm an Aries. So mm-hmm. a fire and a fire sign together are passionate but fucking mental at the same time. Yes, like you have all the like the fire and the the clicking and everything's going well, but when it's going terrible, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Oh, it's because it's that fire because the two of us together, like we can't mm-hmm. we can't let things go and everyone has to have like each one has to have the last word. Yeah. But then in in again female friendships with Leos some of my my closest friends are like Avine, a Leo. Oh, she is, yeah. One of the women that I work with in work, who I literally have only known for a year, but feel like I've known her forever. Like she's one of my like my, my greatest like work friends, and she's a Leo as well. Yeah. So it's weird how I find it weird that things differ between the genders. It is weird. I've never asked, but they do because I, I I believe in horoscopes. I do, but I've never looked into like 
relationships i'm just like a person if i get on with you i get on with you and if i don't yeah. i don't like but i was mm. researching this last night um and i was looking at a few people who i don't get on with at the moment or don't get on with at all yeah. and i looked at my star sign and who i don't get on with and i'm like fuck it's true isn't but it isn't it crazy it's true 50 percent of the time and i'll get into that later when i discuss my star sign but it, it's it's crazy <laughs> so i do believe in it i really do believe in star signs and horoscopes and all that there and the birth charts and stuff i do believe in all that stuff um did i interrupt you sarah i'm so sorry if i did no 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 you're you're good don't worry okay so i'm i'll, I'll finish up like talking about this star sign and then we'll get into more details about stuff so my star sign as i said before is an aries um and we're the leader of of the zodiacs yeah i mean that just says it all about me to be honest like i am the leader I'm, very much you know, so. i control everybody <laughs> uh, you don't control no. you organize. organize yes that's what i'll say that's a nicer way to put it i'm an organizer <laughs> so i love finally putting the english degree to good use thank you sarah <laughs> No baller. So I looked up what are some positive traits and what are some negative traits of an Aries. And the positive ones are quick-witted. If there's a if there's a tick box beside me, tick this off. Yes. Quick-witted, leader, daring. I, I am quite daring. I'm like, are you gonna what you, what did you say? Say it again. <laughs> Confident, warm-hearted. I can be warm-hearted, but just don't cross me um charismatic uh passionate honest etc etc i think that describes me to a t perfectly in every way and the mm. negatives also describe me to a t they are impatient very impatient impulsive i no. can be impulsive depends what it is but i will be like fuck it i'll have another drink and not care about the consequences so i am very impulsive i'm very headstrong i am set in my ways well, my opinion is my opinion i am short-tempered i am brash i am argumentative and i am competitive when it comes to games <laughs> i'm not competitive in life i don't care that you have a big fl high-flying career i couldn't give a shit about that because there's more to life than work but yeah as your sister ellie or as your sister emily sorry will attest to anytime there is a board game and you're you'll be aware of this yourself i fucking turn into a fucking she devil when it comes to games <laughs> like sarah dylan you'll have seen this with spoons i become drinkopoly like i come become obsessed when it comes to games so i am competitive in that um I do feel like spoons brings out the worst in all it of does. us though so it's not just it's you not. don't worry <laughs> um I will say that I I do agree that those characteristics of the Aries sign they do relate to me I think that describes me very very well as a person um there were a few other things that just that Aries command your total attention and loyalty I would say that's me um Aries um have a big presence you know when they enter a room mm -hmm. do you think that's true oh a thousand percent very much a hundred percent in the best way they're like of course well i would hope it's in both ways you know if you 
if you've pissed me off, I hope you know about it when I enter the room. <laughs> oh my god. Genuinely, to any to anyone listening on this podcast, genuinely my one of my biggest fears in life is like getting on Kevin's bad sides. Like it terrifies me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like I adore like... you so much and like oh. I'm so obsessed with who you are as a person. But like I oh my god, the thought of like upsetting you like upsets me so much <laughs> and it scares me. Oh, you'll never do that. I though. actually <laughs> agree with that a hundred percent, Emily. But like it's not just you, Kat, it's like you and Sinead mm. both. Like I love you. The O'Connor clan, I love you, but oh my god, <laughs> dare anybody you say the wrong thing or get on the wrong side you'll fucking know about it oh my god i mean but it's good because you just because it but it's good because you know not to take any shit because like life's too yeah, short yeah. to piss off anyone like i mean when i was younger i would have talked shit and now as i got older i've become more confident in myself as what well. we were talking last week about getting older i don't take shit anymore life's too short you say what you say i don't care i'm gonna you know say what i say life's too short blah 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 i'm just repeating myself now but um what you were both of you saying like oh my god no like don't have that as a fear unless you really piss me off you're not gonna like upset me or offend me or blah 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 and even so like it with certain friendships if you say something i will talk to you like humbly i'll talk to you like calmly and i'll say you've upset me or you've hurt me and it's only when you don't kind of respect that you've hurt me that i go ballistic then i i am a nice person when it comes to that but if i'm explaining to you how i feel and you dismiss me oh fuck bitch yeah yeah i feel like it's always the great thing about it is that you're never questioning where you stand with mm. you, which in a lot of situations with a lot of people, it's like, oh, fuck, did I annoy them? Like, what yeah. happened? Like, are they mad? Or they, they said it was yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah. was it okay? And I feel like probably a lot of people have that with me because when I get annoyed, I'm like, oh, no, don't worry, yeah. it's fine. And let it blow over. But, like, that's something probably that we Sarah has to work on herself. But, like, the i just really admire your ability to be like here this annoyed me can we mm. talk about it it's like it's great i wish i could i don't know if it's a st- uh, that's a star well it maybe it is a b- bit of both of a star a star sign thing because i'm an aries and it's a taurus so we're both ram and bull which is like i know it's a fire and an earth thing but they're right next to each other aren't they so it's yeah it's it's probably like a bad combination like and when me and Sinead fight between ourselves it's explosive as as you both know probably but when somebody does something to one of us the both of us come together and they're like oh fuck you 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 know you're gonna know you're gonna know yourself now babes there's as you were saying like that we're so upfront and honest there's a lot of people in the plant in this world who cannot cope with how upfront me and Sinead would be like they really struggle like we we're honest we say how we feel some people aren't used to that level of honesty they're not used to it. so say if somebody cancels plans on me or Sinead we fucking hate that but it's not just canceling plans it's like you cancel last minute on us which means you have totally disregarded our our, our time or feelings or everything i'm not gonna let that lie i will tell you how i feel about that and some i've had responses in the past where people get so defensive they they don't take responsibility for anything that they've done 
and it's just like you know how mature are you well you can't have an adult conversation and say oh i'm very sorry i know that you've explained it i can see where where you know where, yeah. where you're coming from and some people just can't handle the truth and i feel like a lot of people a lot of people there's don't can't take the honesty they just think it's like an attack but yeah it's, like, it's just just sit down and have a call like if something's upset you you have every right to talk mm-hmm. about it and yeah. they should respect that like yeah. it's not an attack it's just a conversation yeah it's just a conversation and just because i because people always use this excuse with me and it really does irritate me because and maybe it's an Aries thing because i'm quite honest and I can be confrontational, I can be argumentative in my delivery. Yes, I will say that. But people use that as a crutch. And then if I bring up anything, it could be a minor thing that I'm not even angry about. I'll just say, oh, that wasn't like fair. That wasn't right. They'll just say, oh, God, why do you always have a problem? Why are you always argumentative? Why are you always this? They'll use it as a thing. And then that rags my shits because you're trying to make me out to be like a villain. You're trying to make me out to be somebody I'm yeah. not just because I have the balls to be honest and bring up a problem that you would not bring up because you like to keep the peace and sit at home and then think about it for months and say, oh, I wish I had to sit that now down the line. It's like, well, work mm. on yourself. Do not do not deflect on me for being honest and being a person who speaks their mind just because you're too scared to and you don't want to upset anybody so yeah that's generally an Aries and that's fucking me um oh yes and they're also party people um I will say that's me as well um so what signs are you most compatible with and what signs are you least compatible with? What signs do you fucking love? What signs do you fucking hate? Oh, love. I was, this is the, I think this is the bit of star signs because like my favorite stuff with astrology is like crystals and manifestation and like all that sort of jazz. But this bit of like star signs is my favorite. So according, I had to Google this because I didn't actually know who like my star sign was best compatible with. Compatible with. Mm-hmm. So to best compatible is a Cancer, Virgo, Capricorn, and a Pisces. Okay. So I think this is very interesting because anyone who knows me and who ever speaks about to me about like the universe and crystals and all that jazz, I don't have strong opinions on a lot of star signs, but the one star sign are Pisces. Pisces women, amazing, gorgeous, love them, just the best. There's no words for me to describe how much I hate a Pisces man. And I'm so sorry to anyone who is listening or who we know who is a Pisces man who might be a really nice person. I will say, just before you continue, sorry, if anyone's offended that you're we're slating your star sign, grow the fuck up. Literally grow up. And also fuck yes, off. Exactly. Exactly. Um <laughs> I just, I have met, oh my god, so many horrific, horrible, horrible Pisces men who were just nasty. Oh, I can't even explain. I just hate. I've had so many situationships or exes or just known friends or whatever who are Pisces men. And I will not tolerate a Pisces man. I will not tolerate it. I don't know what it is about the compatibility that's lying to me. It must be Pisces women. Mm-hmm. But Pisces men, I will not go near the for barge pole. What is Pisces? Is that February, March? Yes. Yes. End of February like very end of yeah. February into like 
almost the end of March, like mid-March. I have never met him yet to meet a Pisces man who is a good, nice person, who is not horrible, who doesn't treat people like dirt, who doesn't say the worst things you could say to someone. I hate a Pisces man. I don't think I know a Pisces man. I'm shit at birthdays. I'm shit at birthdays. I know Pisces women, but I don't think I know Pisces men. Um, unless I don't know your birthday or whatever, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I've lost my channel. So, I can come in here as a slight advocate, ad- advocate for the Pisces man. And now this is, this is all to do with birth charts and whatnot, but my seventh house is in Pisces. So, <laughs> explain to us like, what that means. <laughs> so it's all part of your birth chart. There's like twelve different houses, yeah. and I think house seven is all to do with your connections and your relationships. Now, typically, as a Sagittarius, Pisces are not it. They're not it. But my seventh house is in Pisces. Therefore. That's the exception that proves the rule. And now I will say, my dad is actually a Pisces man. And now, I just, don't get me wrong, he has his, his downfalls. He has a temper. He can be quite sharp-tongued when he wants to be. But if I ever, if I ever meet a man that is half the man my dad is, I'll be a very lucky girl. Mm-hmm. I'll be a very lucky girl. He's he's wonderful. And now also, side note, our current little, um, whatever we want to call it, person, also a Pisces. Okay. So we're going, we're going right down the rabbit hole with a Pisces man now. But... It's funny because, as I say, one of the least compatible signs of Sagittarius is Pisces and Cancer and Taurus. But I'm kind of mm. like, here's me going through all three of them just to make sure. But there are exceptions to the rule. Like, it's, it's you're not yes. going to be like unfriendly or enemies with every single co- incompatible star sign. Yeah. Yeah, it's just things are less likely to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have anything more to say on your compatibility, on your star signs? No, I think that's it. Just, no. I just need the rounds for Pisces, man. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, did you say your incompatibility, Sarah? Oh, yeah, so the majority, of, right, you know what, we'll just get the list, so Sagittarius is typically incompatible with earth signs and water signs. So that's, you got the Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. But as I say, well, like I said earlier, we all know that the Taurus is correct. (laughs) Just like, let's never, ever, ever go there ever again. Um, Fuck him if he's listening, so who cares? Um... (laughs) But, like, I have experience with a cancer man. Okay. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, That was our wee friend from Bangor. Okay. If you remember I do, that yes, saga. I do. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, now we're on to the Pisces. Okay. I like how you're going through your incompatible man. You know, you know, it's it's kind of by accident, yeah. to be honest. Um, but I just really want to make sure I'm doing the research. It's for it's for the good of astrology, exactly. of course. And you're also testing it to say like, can you get with one of your incompatible signs? Mm-hmm. See, this is what I'll say. Like, goes back to what I was speaking about the birth chart. Like Pisces in my seventh house. This is why, like, my dad and I get on so well, and why this current is going better than the previous other signs that aren't really maybe for me mm-hmm. so and also i will say star signs isn't everything to do with it some people are just dicks yeah. but we like to give them an excuse for their shitty behavior <laughs> you know a little bit of leeway maybe yeah. to be kind because we're better people it's fine true <laughs> so with my star sign Aries again I'll say I'm the leader of the 12 mm-hmm. um, so Aries are most compatible with the other fire signs which did shock me really? because it's like you shouldn't put two people who are that like alike together but, mm. but when I think of personal experience like Aries, Sagittarius and Leo a lot of the people in my circle would be of those star signs um, and I actually do and she won't mind me saying this Shastra who was on one of the previous episodes she and Eric are both Aries and ah. she, she's like when they're good they're good, when they're bad, they're bad mm. um, so, mm. and I know with me, me and Nick I'm an Aries, Nick's a Leo, two fire signs it can be quite explosive Sandra is a Sagittarius as well and we have had run-ins in the past you won't make me saying we have to get you on Sandra by the way um like we've had run-ins in the past fire signs and she always says so her mum's an Aries I think her dad's a Leo I think as well and she always calls me her mum and Nick her dad because her characteristics her characteristics and personalities remind her of her mum and dad of her parents it's really really funny wow and it's really interesting like and i know like shastra's very like me like there there are people that are the same star sign who are very alike in their personalities which is which is an interesting Mm -hmm. thing which makes me believe in it um uh let me just see read my notes can't read my handwriting sometimes Okay, and it says that the the fire signs are meant they're they build relationships that are usually built to last as well, which is a nice thing. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Aries get on mostly with everybody because they are a friendly sign and they're so open. Yes, they can be hard and yeah. stuff, but it's like they're open about it. And they always say an Aries is the best friend you can ever have because they will tell you how it is. They're not going to sugarcoat yeah. shit. They're going to say, if uh, you're seeing a fella and he's treating you like shit, the Aries is going to say, your fella's treating you like shit. Which I do like. Fair. Um, however, Aries can have run-ins with Pisces. We've talked about them. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. With Cancer and with Capricorn. Uh, um, uh... So, I mean, Capricorn is someone that we haven't discussed yet. Um, but apparently Pisceans are very sensitive 
the unexpected nature of an Aries is a test for a Pisces because Pisces apparently are mm. very sensitive signs. Well, I just said that they're very sensitive signs um, and they don't like the brashness of an Aries. Um, and I know up at the top of my head um, a few Pisces and I get on very well with them. So that, that doesn't add up for me personally on that front. Um, with cancers, they can be outraged by Aries straightforwardness. Again, I I know top of my head, I know one. I out of the top of my head, I know two cancers. One's my granny, who I adore and get on with the best. The other one is a person who, at the minute, I wouldn't wish anything good to come their way. Um, and yeah, I don't particularly like them. So that's the future mm. <laughs> that we don't get on. Um, can can I inquire? Is the one that we don't get on with a man? Oh, it is a man, yeah. <laughs> I'm me. telling you, genders make the I difference. They do. The Cancer men are aptly named. Yes. <laughs> Cancer woman, not so much. And then this is also 50 50 for me. Capricorns. Now, I don't think I know many Capricorns. I don't think I do. Capricorn is December 22nd to January 19. Um, but Capricorns are very regimented, while Aries is impulsive, which causes issues between them both. But I'm quite organized. So I'm not maybe regimented that we have to go here, blah, blah, blah. But I am organized, so maybe that does cause issues. But again, I'm thinking of examples. And there are Capricorn people out there that I just wouldn't piss on if they're on fire. Um, <laughs> so the ram, the goat Fair. says, bah. Um, so yeah, it's like 50-50 kind of. I can see, yes, there are, but then maybe that's just human nature. We get on with people. Maybe it's not to do with star signs, but hey-ho, there we go. It's... It is fun to see the patterns, though. It is really, really fun. So my next question then is, based on that, do you have experience? Well, I think we've discussed this. Do you have experience of a sign that is not compatible with yours being true in person? Like, do you know a person in real life who's a star sign that isn't compatible with yours that you don't get on with? I think we've kind of discussed that, haven't we? Yeah, I've I've done thorough research (laughs) in that department. (laughs) It seems. It's um, so my next question then is do you read your daily, your monthly your weekly kind of horoscopes um, do you believe what it's saying this is the thing I don't really read horoscopes okay sorry to all the horoscope lovers out there like again like I've, I'm just sound like a broken record now my whole thing with astrology is more I am very a manifestation girl i am very the universe girl i am a very the like crystals girl so i don't really read my horoscopes but when i do read them yeah i'm 100% guilty of believing them a thousand percent i love a good horoscope now and then and especially if it reads really true to my situation at the time or how where i'm at in my life a thousand percent i believe mm-hmm. i believe in horoscopes what about you sarah see i um I am quite similar to Emily and this is that I don't read my horoscope every day like there could be months in between me ever going and have a nosy at my horoscope but again when I do like it's not just it's not just that it's general and it could relate to everybody it's that it's so specific and I'm like this is like this is like so 
true for me and it really resonates it's usually whenever I'm like you know not fully at peace with what's going on in life and it's like the horoscope is reading the negative emotions really well and it's like I relate to this so deeply and people will listen to me and they'll be like she's full of fucking shit her but I'm like I like I don't read them every day as I say they there can be months in between me reading them so I do I do when I read them I do believe them I mean I don't read them every day and there are there are periods of time where I do read them every day there are periods of time where I haven't read one in maybe years to be honest um but you know when you get those magazines I always flip to the back and I'm like oh my god what's my star sign let me see if, mm-hmm. it, if it relates to me today but um Sometimes when I read them, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is my day, this is my month, blah blah blah. Other times I'm like, I can't I can't like work out what that's trying to say. Like I can't relate to that at that moment in time. But I, I think I do believe in them, but sometimes they're just hard to um kind of relate to you in that moment. Um and there's like TikTok's a massive thing now for horoscopes and astrology and star signs. And there are loads mm-hmm. of channels out there that are pushing forward. And I hate those channels that you're scrolling through your For You page, for example, and they'll just pop up and it's like, if you find this video, this video is for you because they don't have any hashtags or anything. or any, So it's all algorithm mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like telling you, like, you're going through a hard time right now and you'll do this and you'll come out the other side. And you're like, that's just TikTok. I don't believe that's and they'll give you tarot readings and all that there. I don't believe in that stuff because they're just trying to get their views up. Like, I mean, how many people is that video going to? Like, I just it can't be for everyone what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? But they're trying to make it like a personalized kind of reading. I that's the stuff I don't believe in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say though, if you want a bit of fun on TikTok for horoscopes, follow the channel called Zodiac Boyfriend he does all these like videos on characteristics like when you're of an enemy of this is how they're going to look at you when you enter a room you know when you're dating somebody who's had this horoscope and he puts this like really good theme tune behind it you'll know it when you hear it but it's like he's a really good channel if you want to follow him zodiac zodiac Boy, I'm gonna, I'll give you a look later. Yeah, no, he is really cool. Oh, I do follow him. Yeah. I've just never noticed his name before, yeah. but I love He's him. Fabulous. He's so right. I will say that he doesn't do a lot of Aries videos, which does annoy me, honey. If you're listening. If you're listening, um, get on the babe. I know. So this kind of brings me Aww. on to my next point then. Oh, sorry. Well, I'll ask this first before I go back. Um, So would you ever go to like an astrology tarot card kind of reading? yeah you would i would um yeah so this is back when i lived with the witch um she was so into her astrology she was so into her tarot readings and she actually did a tarot reading for me once and like it was so it was kind of like it wasn't really oh this will happen in the future it's to try and like it was trying to gain an understanding of a situation that I was in at the time Mm -hmm. and it was really like interesting because it was so accurate because but then again I think sometimes a lot of that you know you do feed into it and you you can make leaps with things when they suggest stuff Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and maybe it was different with her because she she knew the situation that I was going through because we were living together at the time so but it was just funny. I would love to go to like 
an actual like tarot reading event i think it would be so cool yeah no i would love to do that but it's finding it isn't it and then then go into yeah. it but no, I would. I'd be so open to that. We should do that some night. Honestly, we should go. Oh my god, yeah. I'd love. To, I'd love to go to like a genuine someone who didn't know me, like did them for yeah. like living, like tarot card reading, just to see like what that's to say and like what was exactly. in my future. A hundred percent. I would love to do that too. Um. So that leads me on to my next question. Then, um, are horoscopes a good way to manifest? Um. So uh, I'll explain what I mean by that question. So it's like, if you read a horoscope, like your daily, your weekly, your monthly, and it says something positive, and you 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 like you you want to manifest that happening, do you think horoscopes are a good way to manifest? And then also, do you believe in manifest manif- Oh my god, that's a hard word to say. Manifestation. <laughs> I feel like with so manifestation it's all kind of to do with like thinking your your the reality that you want into existence but i like i do believe it's very much like to do with the law of attraction as well Mm -hmm. so what you're the positive things that you're thinking are what you're going to attract and if you're thinking negatively that's what you're going to attract into your life as well Mm -hmm. so i feel like horoscopes maybe if it is positive it's a good way to try and help you manifest because if you feed into what is being said in your horoscope like maybe it will start manifesting for you if you're really like properly like thinking about it but then I think if it's if it's negative and you're someone who takes horoscopes quite seriously you can then think the negative Mm -hmm. into existence because manifestation works both ways yes so it's tricky. It's maybe not necessarily the best the best thing to use for your man- manifestations. Like affirmations are maybe the better way to go. But uh, as I say, in the positive scenarios, yes, I think it probably would be a good way to like bring about what you want. Yeah. What about you, Emily? I agree. I, like, I wholeheartedly agree. Like if it's something positive that you want to take away, and manifesting your life a thousand percent but you always have to be careful because obviously horoscopes do have the good and the negative and you can manifest anything into your life the good the bad the all in between i i've, I've had so many people tell me i'm insane for believing in manifestation like i live so much of my daily everyday life into manifestation like i have a manifestation journal oh, wow. i write in every single day um and just write like it can be a little bit or it can be paragraphs sometimes it's whole pages of just like things I want to manifest into my life things that you know I've already got that I want to like enhance on but I I'm I'm such a big advocate of manifestation like I've manifested things into my life that I genuinely believe are down to manifestation because it's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of been situations that I've gone from like nothing to like a hundred I think Oh god, I just I just think manifestation is one of the most amazing things in the world, and I do want to say a big fuck you to anybody who thinks it sounds insane or hates manifestation. You're missing out. Out the law of attraction, journaling, writing things down as if it's already happened. What you want, thinking of even even like as delusional as like what people are called delusional. It's like going to bed and just 
putting yourself in that scenario and just thinking about it over and over and over again and speaking it into the universe before you go to bed stuff like that like I literally can't express how much how amazing manifestation is and obviously you can manifest the bad in and if you ponder on something too long that's mm-hmm. you don't want in your life or that is bad in your life that can also attract in, into it as well but just do just do manifestation get your crystals charge them up full moons all in the sunlight all that jazz and just try it and honest to god it will change your life i'm i'm love i live my life by manifestation see i i would believe in manifestation but i'm more of a negative manifestationer because i'm quite an i wouldn't say i'm a negative person but i am like quite like uh like life fucking sucks blah 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 but then when i think back it's probably me because i'm that way if something bad like any minor inconvenience i'm like oh fuck this earth fuck people fuck blah 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 <laughs> we do a segment on mm-hmm. what's ragging or absolute shit like so i'm quite negative that way but then it, when you're talking about that it makes me kind of think like am i the reason why negative stuff keeps happening to me because i am negative thinking mm. but but then i'm not maybe manifesting but I, sometimes i would like have a change of heart and think positive but then it goes right back to negative and i'm just like oh, what's the point it's not to say that manifestation doesn't work but it's something in my life I'm, i would need to work on actively yeah Mm-hmm. And I suppose that comes into play when you have a journal and crystals and things like that. Yeah, like manifestation yeah. is 100%. It's not something like I couldn't just go to bed and think, oh my God, I want to be a millionaire and it'll happen the next day. Like, it's yeah. a very, you've got to put an effort into it thing. Like, yeah. I never used to do manifestation like journal and I used to just use like the law of attraction, like to say positive affirmations and like stuff like that. But I started this only like last week and honestly like it's really it's really put like a good perspective on me like I get excited to wake up and go and write in it and I put dates on everything just so if like further down the line in a few months or a few years if things have sort of come into fruition I can look back and be like that like that's amazing like I've got that as a milestone it's really interesting the the tie that if you read something as simple as a horoscope that can alter your thinking if thinking Oh, so like there are different types of horoscopes they're like you know career horoscopes and love horoscopes and yeah you know, all those type of things and family horoscopes so if you read say for example your love horoscope and you're single or your career horoscope and you're starting off your career path and that gives you a positive kind of like reading you could manifest that into something what your horoscope actually says that's really interesting yeah mm-hmm. So so, everyone go and manifest yeah I'm, I'm going to start do it you've got nothing to fucking lose people <laughs> and like obviously sometimes it's easier said than done because like you really as emily was saying you really have to like put the work yeah. in and the effort so it's really easy for people to go like oh this isn't real when they're they're half-hearted about it and when they already don't believe in the power that it holds yeah then this is maybe why like it doesn't happen or you're like oh this isn't working why isn't it working and then that's sort of where the negativity and and everything starts to come not to say that every negative thing is a direct result of your negative thoughts because that's not how life works but it's just it's you really need to like it's it's hard work at the start when you're first getting into it and like I wouldn't be the best manifester either like I it's something that as as someone who's interested in this I would love to be able to be a little bit more like grounded in Mm -hmm. it so it's hard 
but it, it, it it's a great thing yeah and i think i think it's one of the things that people just like as silly as it sounds like it is a bit like people don't do it as much because it is a silly like concept like the stuff i the, like if you read this then you'd laugh like the stuff i write in here like I write as if I'm living it right now, like it's happening to me right now, like the mm-hmm. goals and the things I want to achieve, like I'm living it right in this moment. And it is funny when I'm writing like, I want blah, blah, blah to happen because I'm like, this is insane. Like this is months away, years away. This is like yeah. a for a long down the line, but I have to write like I'm living it like this second. But it's it's a really positive thing to do. And it, as a side piece out there, and as anyone who struggles with mental health, it's a really positive thing to do for your mental health. To be like, yeah this my life will get better yeah 100%. my life my life will improve mm-hmm. um okay so before i move on to the next question we're going to take a little break because i am dying for the toilet okay, um, I need drink. we'll be right back bye and we're back um i'm gonna say thanks for the toilet break that was one of the longest pisses i've ever had in my life and it's crystal clear white <laughs> I did think you were away oh for a wee God. minute there. I was wondering what was I happening. I also chopped up my drink. So. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. Strong drinks. So was enough to get back up or anything? Same. Like, I have poured. Like, I, you know my bar in my kitchen. It's it's yeah. quite extravagant. So, um, I have loads of gin bottles. And I've just finished off in this tonight, which I'm very glad of, two bottles. Not, like, full gin. There were, like, little bits left. Maybe like four singles maybe maybe four to six singles in each bottle and i've done four to six singles in one drink and four to six singles in another drink so i don't have to keep getting up but it is a very large glass as you can see <laughs> oh it's, my god happy said it's filled right to the top Love with ice and tonic so it's it's fab i don't have to get up again um so yeah, our last question was on manifestation. So go out there, guys, and manifest, manifest, manifest. I am going to try that. I'm a very like nothing good ever happens to me person kind of thing. So I am. I need to do better in that because I have a fabulous life. I really, really do. I should not be complaining about my life. I have a, a very, very good life and very good health. Um, and as long as you have health, wealth, and happiness in life what more do you need and even if it's just health that's all you need um exactly. it's very cliche but that's that's what it is isn't it? um okay so to tie up kind of so, by the way can i just say your face is fab <laughs> thank you <laughs> i cannot believe you've done that while talking on a podcast and also trying to do your makeup at the same time Thank like you so I, much. I, wouldn't, I couldn't have the focus. You know, if I'm trying to do something and someone's trying to talk to me, I can't like focus on that. So well done. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. When when you go out, send pictures. Um, oh, I can put on the podcast on Saturday stories so people know that you how your night out went. <laughs> absolutely well. Don't you worry. Oh, love it. Who's all going out? Is George and Kate going out? Yeah, it's just the three of us because Kate got a new. Well, we were just we were just gonna go out anyway because we were like, let's go for a few drinks. But Kate got a new job today. Oh, congrats! Congrats! Oh, I love it. I was gonna say actually, and this is for everyone on the podcast as well, but you're not invited. Um, Emily, um, and say I don't know Sarah if you know about this. I'm having a Halloween party on Saturday the twentieth of October. So yes, I know. If you want to fly over and if you want to get the train down, Emily, or whatever, everyone's Absolutely invited. Fine. Georgia is also invited. I know she always has this thing about, am I invited to this house? Because I always break stuff, but she's invited. 
promise I'll let him know. I'll get it to listen to this when it comes back. And we'll have to get George and Kate on the podcast sometime. Absolutely. I say it yeah. to them. I'm like, come on, with me. come on the podcast with me, guys. But I will get them on at some point. Oh, definitely. Um, This is just a really... What star then is Kate? She's a Gemini. Well, see, we haven't talked about a few star signs. We haven't talked about Gemini's. We haven't talked about Libras. Um, there's a few we haven't. I love both. So my mom's a Gemini and my sister's a Libra. Okay, so so fabulous. Majin, is it? Uh, yes. And then what is a Libra? End of May, start of June, and Libra is end of September, beginning October. September. I don't think I know anybody with that birthday. Again, I'm saying I don't know anyone with these birthdays. If you're screaming at the podcast going, how dare he? I fucking know him and that's my birthday. I'm sorry. What is it? Sorry. What was Gemini or Libra? So Libra is um end of September, um beginning of October. Okay, no, I'm thinking of what's the start sign after Libra? Libra uh, after Libra. Scorpio. This is Scorpio. Yes. That's because my list is beside me. <laughs> I would not do that off the top of my head. <laughs> I was I was going to say Virgo, but Virgo comes before. Mm. Oh, also, younger brother is a Virgo. Your brother. Yeah. I see, that's another star sign we haven't talked about. I don't Wait. know if I know any Virgo. Sorry to any of my mates who are a Virgo who that's, just don't know. It's at the end of August, start of September. Yeah, yes. I think Sarah Hughes is a Virgo. Love that. Love Virgos then, because she's an absolute queen. Oh, Sarah's kind of dipped mm-hmm. out. Still, this every bloody week. Sarah, are you there? I'm here. Am I back? back? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I. So, like, we've talked about Aries and Taurus, and Cancer and Leo, and we've talked about Scorpio and Sagittarius and Capricorn and Pisces, but we haven't really touched on Virgo, Libra or Aquarius. Now, I think off the top of my head, Melissa Luke is an Aquarius. Uh, What birth dates are Aquarius? Aquarius is end of January, beginning of February. So So it comes before Pisces. She's the 9th of February, Melissa, so she's an Aquarius. So is that I mean Ellen is an Aquarius? Mm. I'm so bad. I should know me and a sister star sign, shouldn't I? Ellie's the I mean is she yeah. the twenty sixth or twenty eighth of January? Twenty-fifth. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ellie. <laughs> Where's Emily gone? <laughs> oh she's back. She's laughed because she was so disgusted at that comment. <laughs> Goddamn technology kicking us out all the time. I know, but I am the worst. I am the worst ever at knowing people's birthdays and so stuff. So like, at least I got the fucking the same couple of days. Yeah, I've, even I got it wrong. It's the twenty third of January. So sorry. Oh my god, I was like five days in it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know enough to even guess, but at least I didn't yeah. pretend to know you guys. Do better. <laughs> I knew it was Ellie, <laughs> but Ellie, if you're listening, what's my birthday, bitch? <laughs> Go on, what's mine? If you if you want to be all high and mighty about it. Oh, oh she's going to kill us. I'm going to be like, what's mine poor. then? Emily, you're in May sometime, aren't you? Yeah. 
I don't know yours, so I'd, okay, are you, I don't know Are mine. you like the thick to me? Close, but no. A bit higher. 11th. Yeah! Yes, they knew it was in my head somewhere. <laughs> I don't know yours, so I'm the worst person ever. <laughs> People listening to this going, are they but really friends? It's the 7th of April, isn't yeah, it? Kevin, April. 7th of yeah, April. Correct. Thank you, Sarah. Now, yours is November. You're welcome. Is yours the yes. 20, and it was the 20 somethings of November. Is it the 25th of November? Close, 26th. Okay, I knew it was around that time. It was At close. least I'm close. Mm-hmm. But I do apologise, Ellie. Very. I'm seeing Ellie on Saturday when this podcast gets released. I'm hoping she doesn't have time to <laughs> listen to it before I see her and she has to listen to it on Sunday. <laughs> I, think, I think I got it wrong because growing up, growing up, I always used to get it confused between the 23rd and the 25th. And I just don't think I'm ever going to grow out of that. So if I ever I miss one of her birthdays, I'm so sorry. It's kind of funny how I remember. I don't remember her date of her birthday, but I think that's why I remember the week of her birthday. Because for the past years that I've known Ellie, me and Nick have always accidentally gone on holiday that last week of January. So when she always complains, like, why are you always going away on my birthday? <laughs> I'm like, it's just, I want some winter sun, Ellie. Sorry, your birthday's that week. <laughs> Bye, girl. Oh, fab. So the last thing about horoscopes that we're going to talk about is all about birth charts. Now, I want to say I have listened to podcasts that I, I've listened to podcasts for years and certain podcasts talk about birth charts. And I can tell you, I am no more numb the wiser. I am confused about all these houses and things that Sarah, you were talking about earlier. Now, if you want to um, look up your birth chart, there's a great app called Chani app. So it's C-H-A-N-I app. Um, and you can download it for free. You just need to sign up with an email and a password and it's completely free. Um, but they will tell you all about your birth chart and the houses and all this thing. You just need to know, obviously, your birthday, which I'm hoping everybody knows. Um, and the exact time you were born. So just ask your parents. But even if you don't know an exact, apparently there is a, 15 to 30 minute interval between each stage if that's what you want to call it so you don't have to be exact on your birth time but as exact as possible to get an exact reading so Mm -hmm. i'm not too well educated about birth charts so do you two want to discuss what birth charts are how to read them and then we can kind of maybe discuss some of what your birth chart says well this is so i'm gonna look like the worst everyone's gonna buy you absolute fake fucking bitch because i i because it's all like complicated i don't fully understand how to read my birth chart Uh so i did it before and i was looking at it and i've got it here and i was just like i don't i've read everything and i was like i don't fully understand what means what and i still can't fully figure out like what house and you're well educated i would say you two are very well versed in horoscopes and astrology and manifestation and crystals and all that jazz i mean if you can't read it i don't know how the general public is going to be able to read it i downloaded the app last night doing research for this podcast episode and i was confused as fuck i don't know what an aries sun why is aries in my moon like what are why is pluto in my i don't get all that shit what is it about I feel like it's because they just, they, yeah. just, they just don't break it down easy enough. It's really difficult. 
Yeah, so, like, I know I'm going on and I'm, like, so into the birth charts and stuff. Even I get confused reading it. But, like, I feel like they, they talk about your big six in your birth chart, which is the most important ones to try and understand. Your character, like, why you are the way you are, like, why you have certain traits of, of like, typical traits of a of a certain star sign and other traits that aren't. So you have your sun sign, which is basically what you call your star sign. That's the one that everybody focuses Uh on. And then you have your ascendant or your rising sign. And so, and then your moon sign. So those are the, the most important three in your birth chart from my understanding. And so your sun sign, your star sign, that is... You know the 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 traits the traits of that sign are what you sort of put into the universe. That's how you see yourself. You know that's what you would relate to most. Mm-hmm. Then your ascendant or your sun sign. Those traits are maybe what people first notice about you, and you'll find you have a lot in common with. So my my. Uh, rising sign is Leo so I find that I would have quite a lot in common with people whose like star sign or sun sign is Leo it's like that's where you find the similarities right. Um, and then your moon sign is kind of like your emotional state so how you process emotions will typically be how the typical ver like the typical so my my moon is Virgo so I would process emotions typically the way a Virgo would right so it's that it's 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 this is why there's so many differences between people and why certain people that have the same star sign as you you find well they're not really like me but there's just there's so much to it it's really quite convoluted at times it's hard to like follow so much sense to what you were saying about you know male slash female they could be the same star sign but you have different experiences based on what sex they are or even if it's a friendship versus a romantic relationship you have different relationships and it's probably to do with all this birth chart stuff yeah yeah and i feel like the thing with birth chart is like i understand like it's supposed to tell you like it's supposed to be what you're given at birth and it tells you who you are as a person like who you are at the core what type of personality you've got and what type of like how you have how your emotions work and all that sort of jazz but the way it lays out with like the sun rising to want to like i just don't understand like the absolute like Uh. nitty bit i think it's just laid out so like for someone who's a bit slow, it's just lays out in a very complicated like way. Like just yeah. like just break it down simply yeah. for me. I mean, the next time I yeah, although, sorry, Sarah. Oh no, I was just gonna say I like I quite like looking more into the birth chart versus just your star sign because saying oh I'm the star sign and then that's these are the traits of who you are as yeah. a person and that's that i think it's very like reductive of people's personalities and experiences okay. this is why i really enjoy like looking into the birth charts because it gives so much more scope uh-huh. to explain other parts about your personality indefinitely um the next time i'm with you physically let's 
do birth charts and you can explain mine to me because I, I yeah. said last night I, I downloaded this app, which is apparently made a very good app, like Cheney at C H A N I if anyone wants to download it. And I I was looking it up and I was just like so confused. I was like, what are all these houses? And like it shows you all the planets and everything, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So you know the main star sign that we are, so I'm an Aries. Is that my sun sign? Yes. And that's like the main characteristics and all the other stuff. Yes. Are... Yeah, like branches off of that. Yeah. So sun sign, star sign is the traits that you most relate to mm-hmm. yourself. So you like the typical things of an Aries, you're like, oh, yes, this is yeah. me. This is how I like respond. This is me. Yes. That's how you typically see yourself. Okay. Um, I mean, this is an interesting point. I just don't know if this affects your birth chart or star signs or whatever, um, based on the, the date of conception. But um, I was two months premature. So I wasn't actually meant to be an Aries. I was meant to be born at the start of June, which would have made me Libra. No, sorry. It would Gemini. have made me a Gemini or a Cancer. Maybe? I don't know. Gemini start. So, so Cancer's end. Okay, so it would have made me a Gemini. 16 to the 8, but making me a Gemini. I um, was like, <laughs> Gemini all I could think of. <laughs> um, so, that, like, does that begs the question, does that affect my birth chart? Because I was meant to be something else? Or is it because I'm born... Like, I kind of think this about my personality, right? I don't think my personality would have considered a Gemini, even though I know Gemini is like dual personality. That's what they say about a Gemini. And mm-hmm. people could view me like that. So I would be interested in my birth chart to see if I have any Gem- Gemini rising somewhere that gives me the trait of dual personality. Because mm-hmm. I can be quite nice, but quite cutting. But That would be so interesting. Actually, the next time I see you in person, we're actually going to do this and go through it properly because I'm interested to know. Hundred percent. Because I would love to. I would love to know that information. I would really, really love to know it. Um, because it's always fascinated me. Because I've always thought like I wasn't meant to be born in April, but I've I love the fact that I'm an Aries. I just love it because it's everything Mm -hmm. I read about Aries. It sits my personality. With the leader of the twelve signs, I want to say that again. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we are. I I love. Oh yeah, just in case no one caught it, Aries <laughs> is the leader of the twelve signs. I mean, I think the episode. Of, just so you know, episode of the podcast is going to be like, "I'm the leader." <laughs> follow the leader, leader, leader. Follow the leader. Leader, leader. Follow the leader. <laughs> um. So that that really fascinates me. So I do want to go through that with with you both at some point. Like, mm-hmm. am I meant? I would I would say there is some Gemini something in my birth chart. There has to be based on, mm-hmm. you know, I was born early. But then a part of me is like, did I know that I should have been an Aries? Did I know that I was going to be like this personality that that's why I like push through my mom's vagina? Actually, well, no. Wrong. I didn't. Call, I have never touched my mummy's vagina. I was born C-section, so there you go. Straight out the tummy. Oh. Straight out the tummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people could say like about that, especially people who believe in astrology and believe in manifestation and crystals and all that um, jazz. I feel like you saying like, did I know I was gonna be born? Um, 
early. I feel like you could like put it down to it. The universe has a plan for everyone. Like what happened, mm. what is done by the universe is supposed to happen. So obviously you were supposed to be born in like June, but then obviously the universe had different plans for you. So you were just born yeah. early. And that's why you've been fit into the Aries category because that's who you were supposed to be. And I'm mad, I'm mad. I love talking about all this philosophical stuff. Oh. I love it. I love it. So fun. That's how growing up we are. Like we used to be talking about like who we were shagging and all this, and now like we're fucking talking about horoscopes. I fucking love it. I love it. Well, I will say we're still kind of talking <laughs> about who we're shagging, but, yeah, but we're... in the context of their star yes, signs, we also of have course. the depth of being older and talking about this. And Emily, you may only be twenty two, bitch, but <laughs> you're one of us. You talk older. <laughs> One Thanks, of us. One of us. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So, have you anything? Oh, have you anything else to talk about horoscopes before we wrap it up? No. We can't, uh, we no, I think we've talked. To say. We've I, yeah. we've maybe over talked we about star that signs. So today. fascinating. Like this will be a long ass episode, but like listen to mm-hmm. this. I don't care, but it's fascinating. I've had so much fun doing this this topic. I always do. Um, to finish off horoscopes, I thought we'd do something. I was going to cut this out, but I'm like, fuck it. Um, let's do something fun. Now, let's read our horoscopes for either tomorrow for the week or the month. Which one would you prefer to do? And then we'll we'll get back together and we'll see if it comes true. Ooh. Oh. Sagittarius, let me see. Horoscope. This week is the first search that comes up on my Google. Okay, we'll do a weekly one then. Okay. Now, do you want to use an app or should we all use the same thing? Well, I've just Googled. Right, but so we can I'll... use an app. So have I. Yeah, I'll Google too. So hold on. What did you Google? I so just Google Aries horoscope this week. Yeah, Sagittarius. Yeah. Aries horoscope this week. Okay. And is it L.com? Is that what you're getting? Oh, I just did it from the first thing that, like, do when that big paragraph comes up for you. Click oh, on right. Well, I'll, do, I'll do that then as well. Yeah. Okay. So, who, Emily, you start then. Okay. Mine remind, says, people what your, remind people what your star sign is. So, this is for Taurus. Anyone who's listening who's a Taurus. It says, the week encourages you, encourages you to broaden your horizons and explore new perspectives in life dear taurians embrace the unknown and be open to new challenge to new experiences and challenges you never know what opportunities may present themselves when you step outside your comfort zone okay so at the end of the week you let us know <laughs> sarah what's your say and remind people your are so um sagittarius uh, you will have a great time this week enjoying time with your loved ones. Does this count? I think it does. Um, <laughs> you'll you'll plan gatherings that your family and a few old acquaintances can attend. Perhaps my weekend will be busier than yes, I thought. Never say never. You may have plans you don't really know about. <laughs> Future Sarah, Future Sarah is already passed out in bed on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> So it goes on to say, the stars are shining brightly this week and you will be investing the money you have in assets. The amount of money you have available will be imposing in a good way. 
you might come across an intriguing opportunity in your profession for which you have been waiting a while um, and get to show off your skills. Interesting. Feels like I can perhaps relate to some of those things. See, I like it when you can relate to your, your star sign for the week. Mm. Okay, mine's I'm Aries. And mine says, unless you're truly done, there's more to accomplish. And the next two weeks will be ripe to keep the collective genius rolling. Yes, I am a genius. Thank you. Um, if you're working on a solo venture, Tuesday's full moon. What day is today? Thursday? Thursday. This is talking two days ago or coming up? I feel like coming up. Okay, if you're working on a solo venture, Tuesday's filming can inspire you to bring more people in on it. I mean, if this is talking about Tuesday this week, I did talk about this podcast topic and I did bring more people into it. So maybe that's... I was I was going to say the full moon has just passed on Tuesday, I'm pretty sure. I'm talking about the actual current week I'm in. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I would say that's kind of true. Then it relates to me because I asked for everyone's opinions and what to talk about on the podcast, and it kind of worked. So. See, there you go. Not nothing there. I want juicy stuff from my pot, my horoscope. <laughs> mm. Okay, then I put out a question box, and people wrote in uh, about star signs, etc., etc. So, the first person says. I definitely think there has to be some truth in star signs, like loads of the traits of mine. I'm like, yep, me, I'm Aquarius. I do agree some of the horoscopes can be a pile of crap and generic, but overall, I definitely think there's something true about it all. It's pretty much what we were saying. Mm -hmm. Um, The same person goes on to say, manifestation, I don't know if I believe the universe is necessarily making things happen for me, but I do think you'll see what your brain is focused on. So if you go into a day thinking this is going to be a fab day, you'll find all the good things about it. Whereas I find negative people just always find the negatives and it's a vicious cycle. If you know what I mean, I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel too seen. So I think manifesting is more like training your brain to see the good than more good things to come. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, that's pretty that's pretty solid i like that um the next person says um they're all about star signs when they sit them um they've been manifesting for years but they still haven't won the lotto that's so fair (laughs) oh it's very fair um and there's one more person let me see where the hell it is because sometimes I over prepare these and then people write in after and I'm just like I can't find them Uh, okay so the person this person says I do and don't believe in star signs like the daily readings horoscopes are all made up and generic so everyone can relate to them regardless of their signs so I don't believe in them but I do believe in the personality traits of star signs I'm an Aquarius so apparently I overthink a lot. Um, I love socializing, but also need alone time a lot. Chaotic, friendly, definitely sounds like me. The same person says, I do believe in manifestation to a point. So I believe if you're given an opportunity such as job interview, new career, new home, etc., then you can put it to the universe to manifest. 
obviously you also need to work and prep for it as well as you can't fully rely on manifestation but i think it helps to give you some hope and positivity about the situation i personally feel it has helped me in certain situations and opportunities i've been given however i'm still waiting on my winning the lottery manifestation (laughs) (laughs) guys can we stop focusing on the lottery there are so many other things that one can manifest oh i love it it's like i mean if i could manifest the lottery like somebody sent me today for example on instagram a meme of this guy and he was australian in the 1990s and he was on the news and he had to fake himself buying a scratch card um because he had already won money in a lottery in australia on a scratch card and he had to fake it for the news so he went to the supermarket bought another scratch card and on the second scratch card he ended up winning another two hundred and fifty thousand dollars imagine that's it's amazing. like why can't we have that look <laughs> get us on the news with a lottery ticket exactly. please that's insane it's fucking ridiculous okay so that ties up horoscope we're almost through the podcast long ass episode but absolutely having so much fun um okay so the last section we always finish with advice so you write in asking for advice will give you an honest real answer as i always say list lips hot tips so mm-hmm. and it helps for drink as well so i've got a few questions here and i got more questions that we don't have time for so i'm only going to read out two and then i'll read out i'll keep some for next week etc so the first question is my friend owes me money i always pay for drinks taxis on nights out food etc how do i bring it up without causing a row see i think that's such a difficult one because obviously when you when you're the person paying for everything on nights out and paying for food and stuff like you must get to a point where you're like i can't keep doing this but then i feel like it's just one of them where you just need to pull them aside and be like listen like and approach it in a way of like is, is everything okay like yeah do you need to talk about anything like do you need help with anything like and in a way you say where you can say i don't mind paying for things every now and then but it has to be like a give and take scenario yes mm-hmm. i would personally say that um it's a it's a tricky one i've had personal experience with this um I, if you're a true friend to me i know that you're good for the money and you don't you don't in a way you don't have to say to me that you know you'll pay me back i know you're going to pay me back like Carla was over last week in Liverpool and she has a Monzo account. I have a Monzo account and I paid for everything on my card and I just sent her a request instantly. And she sometimes I forgot and she reminded me and you send her split the bill on the app and it sends her a request for half of the money and she pays me instantly. Like that's a true friend. There are sometimes people like we've all been in situations where that we have a lot of social things going on and we can't afford to go to everything and if that person says to me look i I really want to go to this concert or this party or whatever 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 and they can't afford it right now i will always say i'll get it and you just give me the money back that's completely fine because you'll always get the money but i've been in situations where you go on a night out and there are certain people who do not pay for taxis and they say i'll get you a drink which is the classic line 
and they mm-hmm. never get you a drink at the bar um and that those are the type of people that you have to be worried about now i'm not saying i need every single penny paid back to me but it's like if i buy you a drink i expect a drink back i don't care what the cost of the drink is but if i buy you a drink i would like a drink back so if if i say to you would you like a drink and you've no intention of buying me a drink back say oh no i'm just gonna do my own rounds like yeah be straightforward like don't take 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 and then don't give anything back so my advice to that question is i'm a very direct person so i would just bring it up um i wouldn't necessarily i would i would ask them in a way like see this is a very like depth question there are instances where you can have a good friend who might be going through money troubles who you're going to support but if you know deep down this is a person in your life who's taking the fucking piss then i would say you directly speak up and you say look i paid for all this you haven't given me a fucking penny when you said you would give me the money and to me they're not a true friend fuck them off fuck them off but if it is a true friend who's who said they would give you the money and they have just forgotten for example because let's face it we all forget because life is so busy and everything like that bring it up and if they say oh my god i'm so sorry and they give you the money grand that's just that's an, that's an honest mistake of an honest friend but if it's somebody who keeps like fobbing you off or somebody who is taking the piss bring it up and who cares if they get offended or upset they're not a fucking friend in my opinion what do you think sir <laughs> and it's, it's one of those things like it is tricky and to be fair, I am guilty of forgetting. And when someone reminds me, I'm like, oh, fuck oh, here. We're all guilty of doing that. We're all guilty of that. But like, as you say, when it comes to a point where someone is taking advantage, um, maybe it's time to reevaluate the friendship as well. But that's that's a whole other issue. And like, it's, it's so much easier to say that than do it, especially if that's someone who you have, you know, a history with, and you're so entangled with them, like, but, you know, maybe, maybe not reevaluate the friendship, but reevaluate the, the, the give with the finances, because I will say I have been in a position where, you know, I have been, financially supporting someone in a position where I wasn't even really able to finance both mm-hmm. parties like and you know it's it's difficult because you know you want to help them but then you don't want to help someone at, at a detriment to mm-hmm. yourself yeah so it's it's just, finances are mm-hmm. tricky there and I will say eventually said person did repay me good. that's great eventually but at the time it was hard i mean i've been in situations with not very close friends so it's none of you not none of people who are close in my life none of people (laughs) on the podcast so i don't want to cause paranoia here so i just want to say that but i have been in situations before where me and nick are both aware of other people being treated like this or we're aware of people in our you know around us doing this to me and nick and if we get into a taxi or we go somewhere with these people we will be extremely wary and knowledgeable about this is what this person does Mm -hmm. 
um, and will be wise to it and be like, no, get your own drink kind of thing. And so if you're out there listening and you do that, not even if you're in my circle or you're if you're just a stranger and you do that to people, just know there are maybe the person you're doing it to isn't aware of the situation but just be aware people around them and you are aware of the situation and you're being judged as got little cunt so either pay for yourself or sit in mm-hmm. is my opinion and that's the tea and that is the tea um but like there, there are innocent people out there who who are going through hard times like it's a cost of living crisis and they cannot go to every single thing that you want to do um and you just have to if you're a true friend you'll amend your plans and you'll do other things and or you'll lend them money but if there are people that you're lending money to who is a true friend who ignores the fact that you've lent them money months ago i'm talking months not like a few days months and they are not willing to pay you back then they're not a true friend fuck them off if mm-hmm. they acknowledge that it's like, oh my god, it's been tough. I'm so sorry. I'll get this back to you eventually. That's a friend who's going through a hard time. But if they ignore the fact that you've given them money, then they're not a friend. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them all. Okay, and I'll I'll say one more question because it's a very long podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's long. We might as well just go with it. Okay, so oh my god, I'm gonna have to get my phone up again. Um. Let me see. I'm so sorry. I was prepared, but again, technology sometimes doesn't agree with being prepared. Let me see. Okay. Okay. Do we have any tips or or advice for somebody going to a job interview? I feel, oh, I feel like I'm such a critical person to speak on this because I've not really, I've, I need advice for future job interviews. So if anyone's got any advice, she might shoot back as well. I think Sinead would be the perfect person to ask this question to because she works in HR. So I may just pause that question until she comes mm-hmm. back, actually, because I really don't have any any tips she would she would maybe know so I'm going to ask another question and I will come back to that question and listener if I don't read that question like next week fucking let me know um yeah call us so the question I'm going to ask in replacement is um I'm getting older and I'm still single I'm worried that I'm not going to find that special someone have you guys got any advice for dating and pushing that uh, sorry, have you got any advice for dating and pushing myself out there? Well, my opinion on my opinion, I'm 22 years old. So if anyone wants to listen to me, I think shut the fuck up. That's so <laughs> Like I am not speaking about this. Like I've got all this. Your opinions are valid, Emily. Your opinion just because you're 22 does not mean your opinions are not valid. But I'm very much. I always like tell people in my life. I'm very much one of them. Of when you're not looking for it, that's when it comes at you, that's when it hits you, and that's when the best situations come out of it. But also, mm. obviously, that always isn't the case. Like, if you've waited a while and it's not happening and stuff, I feel like the only advice you can really, you can really give is you kind of just got to put yourself out there a bit, put yourself in situations where you wouldn't usually find yourself, like, do things that you wouldn't usually do. Make the first move, start the conversation first. If you think someone looks attractive somewhere, go up to them. Like, you just kind of got to push yourself a little bit. You do. Because that's when, that's when it all comes back to you. Sarah, what's your opinion? 
So, kind of what Emily's saying now, the situation, I, I mean, I wouldn't really advocate as being the one for advice with, with dating, but with the person I'm currently seeing, like Sinead will tell you, I didn't even want to go um the first night I kind of was talking myself mm-hmm. out of it so Sinead and Avon they I was seeing them for dinner first and they were like Sarah you can't cancel you have mm-hmm. to go and you know what it was probably one of the the best first dates or dates that I have been on and I had such a good time and obviously we've had hiccups like but i that's it's what six months later and we're we're still seeing yeah. each other so it's you know it it does it does putting yourself in a situation where you're not maybe fully comfortable or you're not fully into it can be the best thing that you do for yourself and obviously you know you don't want to you don't want to be constantly putting yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable but like as as Emily says, if there's someone that you see that you think's attractive, put yourself in the position to like to go and speak to them, and you know just like get, like talk yourself talk yourself up, and be like I'm great, I'm a catch. Why would this person not want to talk to me? You know exactly. It's I think it starts with you you feeling like you deserve to meet someone. Yes. Because when we when we don't feel like we we deserve it, we we don't go for it. But you are whoever you are listening, you're a wonderful individual, oh. and you deserve love. So go find it. Oh, that's so cute. I mean, I would say that the. I mean, I can speak in my own not about that, but I can speak in about like other things that I want to do in my life. It it's all about confidence, and it's all about like pushing yourself out of your your comfort zone it, 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 it must be a daunting thing to be on your own and you're reaching a certain age for example and you think you're never going to meet somebody because of what's happened in your past and you know all that there stuff and I think what you need to remember is what, what Sarah and Emily have said just go out there and if you like somebody go and speak to the person now even if they make fun of you and even if they're a nasty cunt at least you've done it and you're pushing yourself forward and i always say who gives a flying fuck what other people think of you you're here yeah. on this planet in this simulation for yourself live your life as much and this is this is all easier said than done i'm not saying this is a fucking like oh this is a guide book that you need to do this and you'll be like your life will be perfect and you'll meet someone blah 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 but at least you'll try i would also say if you're not like confident going out and meeting people maybe join like depending on what age you are if you're not into like tinder and all those apps maybe do match.com um because you can put all your interests in there and you know and you can find the type of person that you want in your life and i mean i have some single friends that i really really want to put on match.com and (laughs) i will help them and i will i'll help anybody um do whatever um i'm that friend who will i want to see everyone happy and see everyone in a relationship because humans are meant to be with other people that's just what it is um Mm -hmm. 
you know, no one's meant to be lonely. It's a horrible thing to be lonely. I've been lonely for like a week in my life at a point and I was like, fucking hell, this is horrible. So I can only imagine for other people, especially the elderly population, how difficult that is. Um, but yeah, put yourself out there. Get on apps. Put, go talk to people in bars. Do not give a fuck what people think about you. If they're cons, they're cons. And then you know, they're, you know they might be nice looking, but they're a cons. You don't want to be with them anyway, so... Yeah, and at least you know then you're not missing out on exactly. anything with sex. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. So, do you have anything else to say on anything we've talked about today? <laughs> I feel like we've talked plenty. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I, like, I have nothing else to you know, add. This is nearly as long as Oppenheimer. Isn't that crazy? Or do you remember that Netflix film that came out years, a few years ago? It was called The Irishman. I haven't watched it yet. Don't. You know, it was the biggest pile of shit oh, I've ever watched in my life. It was three years of my life. I'm never getting back. But they they said, yeah. well, I just watched it one go because couldn't be asked watching it in parts. But somebody actually watched it and then put on the internet, watch it in three parts, do like forty minute episodes or forty to fifty minute episodes or something. Um, so I might do this with a podcast. Just do I might do timestamps, but I don't know how to do them. <laughs> timestamps as in this is the news, this is what's ragging us, this is yeah. the horoscope, this is advice, but I don't know how to do that. So we'll figure if it out. Anyone can let me know because I just want to upload it and put it on. We've talked enough. I want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> I've had a fabulous time doing this podcast. Just always. There's a common theme here. The longest episodes have you two on them. <laughs> Is that your way of telling us to shut up, Kevin? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> you just talk. It's so bad. Right, Emma? We can just talk. I could, li- I could literally have a full conversation with a brick wall. No, honestly, I, I could Fair. actually talk more and more and more about this, but... I need to edit this thing, so. <laughs> um, shut up, basically, you're saying. Um, so, I would like to thank both Emily and Sarah for joining me this evening. Fabulous time, fabulous topic, fabulous episode. Please like, share, and review the podcast on all podcasts and apps. Please give us five stars. It helps get us discovered. Um we also deserve we it all, yes that's a good line we also deserve it as well for doing it this long <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have made it this far thank you very much for listening I do know a few people who listen to this on their commutes to and from work and it, they say they really it really helps them and I've had a lot of people say that it just feels like a natural conversation amongst friends which this mm-hmm. is and I've had people write in and, or tell me verbally that they start to talk thinking they're in the room with us so that's really nice oh that's nice i love that um so if you've made it this far thank you so much for listening please drink responsibly um because we don't um take your milk thistle and we will see you on the next episode goodbye bye bye